Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Is that Troy? I if hope it, so. If it's his <laughs> dick. If it's just like, here's my dick. Well, you know. Kind of looks like that puppet from Saw. His dick? No. <laughs> That'd be fucking weird, dude. Especially if you paint a little red circles on it. <laughs> I mean, I've never seen it, but I'll take your word for it. It's a little creepy. I'm, I'm so glad I get to talk about cocks. I'm really happy. Dicks. Yay. Theme song! Ladies and gentlemen, Tonight, we are going to witness the most anticipated match in the history of professional wrestling. And this is the main event of the evening. Please welcome your host for today. Jason is here. Dude, I, I swear to God, I'm not as big an asshole as it sounds like. Troy is here. Hey, I call them like I see them, all right? Taz is here. I mean, Sal is here. And I'm here? Well, look at it this way. The first thing we've done together as a team. I grab my dick, you grab your dick, you work my arm, I work your arm. Same time. Same time. It's like jerking off together, but not gay. We're not touching dicks. Each other's dicks anyway. I'm touching my own dick. So you're working it, and I'm loving it. Well, enough is enough, and it's time for The Rundown. Hello, everybody, and welcome to The Rundown Wrestling podcast my name is Adam. i'm your host joining me this week sal is here what's up buddy i'm here i'm always here i, I love this show i love it. i love it how you doing man i'm all right troy is here what's up buddy let me tell you if you've ever farted and come at the same time you've come to the right place how are we doing and removing his face from so far down in that box. Jason's here. What's up? <laughs> Titties, what's going on, guys? <laughs> I fixed you. It's a foursome again. Usually you pay extra for this kind of action. Is it a fearsome foursome? I don't go that far. Boner. <laughs> what's up, fellas? How we been? Anybody? Right. <laughs> That's the problem with four people. You don't want to. You don't know who's about to say something. Well, you're talking now, Sal. So go ahead. Okay. How's everybody? <laughs> That's literally what he just said. Uh, so, <laughs> um, not no nothing crazy over here. Same old shit. Work and sports and whatnot. But I did. I did finally get myself to the movie theater to see Ant Man and the Wasp. Okay. I'm not sure about our listeners, but I have been waiting for this review for a while. So, what did you think? It was alright. Okay. I liked it better than I liked Wakanda Forever. Okay, I was the opposite on that, but... 
crisis. I mean, it didn't. No, no I'm the one who liked Wakanda. For, I, what, the original Black Panther was one of my favorite Marvel movies at all, all time. So, um, no, I just it was it was all right. Like I I understood. I went into it understanding it was that movie was not about that movie. That movie was about setting up the future movies. Exactly, which is why I said I was okay with it at the end. Yeah. Um, did you realize who I said would be very annoying in that movie? No. The friggin' easy. <laughs> I don't want. Yeah, I don't want to spoil. But he was in movies before, and he came back as a kind of different version. Oh yeah, I thought that was kind of funny. When oh, he, uh, uh, I thought certain <laughs> certain ways it was utilized was funny. So I guess <laughs> not a fan. Um, no, but yeah, like you said, it's set up. It's set up the next few. A big blockbuster, so I'm looking forward to that. And that was the first of like three consecutive weeks I'm going to end up going to movies because the Creed Three comes out this week, and we want to see that. That looks really good too. It actually. does. And Jonathan Majors is killing it right now because he's in both of those and looks like yep. he's going to be amazing in both of them. Um, and then after that, Scream Six comes out, so getting all the hot spots for me, Marvel. Rocky slash Creed and Scream. So I'm actually excited for Scream Six, uh, mainly because they're finally fucking moving on from Sydney and uh, Gail. She's gonna find a way into that movie. I guarantee. Uh, like they're in a completely different. I'm hoping she's the killer at the end. That would be the fucking twist. That's the money I mean, right there. That would at least be fun. I mean, right. uh, spoiler alert for the last movie. But, like, they ruined the fact that it could have been Dewey. <laughs> so, because that was my whole thing, but... Yeah, but I yeah, but like, it couldn't be Dewey, because as soon as Ghostface is fucking gimping around the fucking place, you're going to know who it is. Well, I'm hoping that... Uh, I would love to see Matthew Lillard back again. Yes. Because uh, there's so much talk of him not being dead, and the last movie they made a point of not saying he was dead. So. Right. Like and I think, I think we've had the discussion on the show before of how the original Scream 3 movie was supposed to be the following. Like it ended up being yeah. the following. It was supposed to be like a cult following stew mm -hmm. of ghost faces. And I'm sort of wondering if that's what this is going to end up being with the whole I'm something different, you've never seen me before. And, mm -hmm. yeah. so. and the shrine, that seems like a place where a lot of people who worshipped Ghostface would go to, or a yeah. certain person would go to, you know what I mean? Like, it just seems like the pieces are in place, and I hope so, because it would be fantastic. For sure. For sure. So, um, in the stream earlier, I only saw two movies last year in the theater. I saw Lightyear, and I saw Bros. Uh, that's a gay porno? It's not a porno. It is very. It, it is gay. It's very gay. <laughs> it is gay for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. It was. Uh, it was my, my kid's first time in a theater, and I also saw Lightyear. <laughs> <laughs> I see what you did there, <laughs> Daddy. Why is Billy Eichner kissing that man? <laughs> well, son, <laughs> when a man and another man love each other very, very much, they do a thing called. Never mind. <laughs> Hey, so I have a I have a challenge for all of our listeners. Uh, go to w.gg. That's d u b b y.gg. 
go ahead and uh, order yourself uh, anything from the store there. Use our promo code Rundown Wrestling, all caps, no spaces, and see if your order gets to you before mine does. Because <laughs> let me tell you, it's been two weeks. And I, I, I'm a part of the Discord, and they for sure said in it, oh yeah, they ship like the next day. No, I don't. At least not for me. So, that's my challenge to you. Go ahead and, and, and drop me a line on Twitter or whatever like that. Cancel me. I don't give a fuck. And uh, yeah, just tell me, if it, <laughs> tell me if your shit came before mine did. Well, I gotta tell you, Troy, uh, this past weekend, uh, Jackson participated in a basketball tournament, ended up um, playing up with the 8th grade team, uh, so he ended up the way they lost the first game and then put ended up, ended up in the loser's bracket, um, you could still get to the championship that way, but he had to play on the final day, they would have had to play four games in a row, they ended up winning two, they played three, um, but it was it was a it was a journey for him, uh, and we knew he was going to be gassed. So we were you know something to give him a little boost and you know Gatorade and all that shit. That's tons of shit in there. So we reached for the W and it worked. Did the job. He was refreshed nice. and energized for the entire tournament. Loved the flavor. His teammates were uh, were into it too. They they asked where they could get some. So we were all about the W this past weekend. Awesome. Good to now, hear. Troy, Troy, that does raise the question. Are you sure you ordered from Dubby and not Duffy? Well, uh, I don't think Patrick Duffy sells anything at this point, but I was, I was, I I was going to make a Patrick, I was going to make a Patrick Duffy joke. God damn it. Hey, man, I'm only two years shy of 40, so I feel like I have to start going into that realm of, like, 80s fucking references and shit like that. It was the 90s. <laughs> well, Patrick he Duffy was in the 80s, too. I was yeah, I thought he was in the 80s, and we're dads, so yeah. Well, there you go. Awesome. Other than that, I got really nothing. It's been um, I've been watching Poker Face. Um, I just met her on uh, Peacock, and it's been a lot of fun. Um, it's uh, Natasha Leone, who is uh, at this point just playing herself in everything she's in, <laughs> but it's interesting. Uh, it's like a Columbo kind of thing, where it's like everywhere she travels to, there's a new mystery for her to solve. But you know, you you know, the you watch the murder, so you're, it's not a murder mystery kind of thing. It's just like how is she going to figure out how it happened kind of thing, and figure out a way to get you know them arrested. So, but it's been good. I've been, I've enjoyed that a lot. Um, I've heard good things. Yeah. I haven't watched it yet though. Yeah, I mean, most of us have the cock because we watch WWE events, so it's right there for you. You're already paying for it. I still have to watch the new Quantum Leap. I keep getting the notifications for that, and I just haven't started watching it yet. It's one of those things that's on my list. Man, that's that's one of those shows when I was I was younger. I watched that shit constantly. Mm-hmm. Fucking yeah. religiously. Scott Bakula. Yep. That, that guy who's dead now. Yeah, it was great. Wait, Dean Scott Bakula died? Dean Stockwell. Yeah. No. No, Dean oh. Stockwell died. Dean Stockwell <clears throat> died twice if you if you look at the internet because there was like a death yeah. hoax from him a couple of years ago and then, and then most recently he just died so but he was really good and i i guess the new do you watch the new series adam i have watched some of it i'm not caught up anymore so, yeah i haven't watched watched a second of it but they adam the being that, behind on a series i am shocked i say right? <laughs> they uh they referenced dean stockwell being oh gone, yeah right yeah, yeah. Okay. 
as a whole one of the antagonists or ties in to that quite closely i was gonna say because like that's a series that he, he's already dead so <laughs> right is that that's what he is or he's just trapped in the machine i forget exactly what it was but either way like there was no reason for him to die in the in the, the show logically no scott scott bacula was the leaper scott bacula was the one stuck right. traveling through time dean stockwell was in present day as a as a hologram but they do that's say that yeah. his character whose name i'm blanking on right now uh did ziggy no oh, ziggy, ziggy was, was the, the computer, computer. Okay. Al was Al was Dean Al, Al was yeah, yeah. yeah. Al uh, passed on between the two series is, is, is mm. because because Dean Stockwell passed on between the two yeah. series. So. Mm. That makes sense. Now. Okay. Is he going to leap into Sam Beckett's body though? That would be interesting. That would be very interesting. Actually, uh, one one thing found interesting. I mentioned on the show before. We're a lot of us at least are true crime fans. And uh, follow those genres. And one of my favorite YouTube channels in that very genre um, just started their own podcast. So if you're interested in something like that, check out the That Chapter podcast. I enjoy it quite a bit. So Cool. <clears throat> and we just watched the whole Netflix special on the Murdoch family and this past weekend. And now today he was found guilty of killing his wife yes, and kids. Was. Yes. So... That was a very timely viewing this past weekend for my family. <laughs> good, uh, good, good doc though. Three episodes, not too heavy, and well done. Speaking of which, there's a new, well, it's somewhat new. I think it came out a couple weeks ago. Documentary on Netflix. Um, oh my god, it's hold on one second. It is. I've been meaning to check it out, but I forget. It's about some murder that recently happened. When I say recently, like... That's a horrible title. Fucking... <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. No, I can't fucking find it now, but I kept seeing... Uh... Debuting in June on Netflix. Some murder that recently happened. <laughs> anyway, it looked fucking interesting. But I didn't get a chance to catch it yet, which is why. <laughs> <Anyway>. endorsement. <laughs> This show that's titled I can't remember looks super fucking interesting. Well, I haven't watched mm. it yet. <laughs> I was thinking about it. Ow. I uh, I pre-ordered my digital copy of WB2K23 this week. Did you? That happened. So you get the Bad Bunny pack? Yep. Did you get, like, the super oh, deluxe yeah. elite? I went full... Full icon. So I got all the OVW stuff. Does it come with a gimp suit? Or is that the really bad bunny back? <laughs> Boom. Adam, refresh my memory. Do you own a PS4? PS4, yes. Okay. Um, so, I feel like you're somebody who used would probably go for the physical copy, right? I was that PC though. Just said digital. I know, but that's what I was gonna like. Is there a reason why you went digital for this one? Because I ordered it for PC. Because I don't have a oh. PS5. Right, you, you have want, a PS4. You, <laughs> you want to you want to mod it with John Cena's giant schlong drag on the ring, right? <laughs> that's <a shock>. <laughs> <laughs> gotcha. Can your computer handle it? Oh, yeah. 
Can it see him? (laughs) Find out. Okay. That's actually one of the reasons why I don't typically buy new digital games, because I have no idea if my computer can can handle it. Oh, I thought you were going to say you were afraid that John Cena's giant cock would be... (laughs) No. It's a very weird... Boner. (laughs) And that boner's name is... (laughs) And his name is John Cena! (laughs) There it is. There it is. By the way, both uh, Troy and Sal, great job on the Twat Magic special. Indeed. Indeed. I enjoyed it quite a bit. We didn't. I, <laughs> we enjoyed I, I, talking I, to each other, but we didn't enjoy watching that trash. Oof. I didn't watch a single episode, just for the record. Uh, that's not what your wife says. No, she watched it alone. No, she watched it alone. I wanted. I didn't want to watch it. I wanted to just hear the recap version. That was... Are you going to go back and watch it now? Because I fucking will not. No, no, no. That's... <laughs> not even no. the wedding. Mm-mm. Not even oh. to see how fucking. Actually, I shouldn't say. That. I watched is. one part, and it was funny because there was. I came home from. I think I was picking up the kid, or we had practice. He had practice or something, and um, I come home and she had just finished watching it, and she was like viscerally angry, and she was talking about the scene at the restaurant, and she's like. This fucking cunt just verbally fucking berates him, and blah, you gotta see this. So I put it on, and I'm waiting for him to start, like, I'm, they're just talking, like, there's no fucking berating going on here. But she was so fired up about it, so then we get to the episode, and she doesn't even mention it. I'm like, you were so fucking worked up about this! Nice. It's and funny what watching that show will do to you, though. It really is. Like oh it, it, it puts you in that mindset where I am. I'm. I'm just angry for about an hour after watching it. I'm just like mm-hmm. those fucking assholes. But yeah, I mean, her her getting fired up about some of that, and and her thinking that like she's worse than she is. I feel that too. I totally get that too when I'm doing my notes and I have to like kind of look back and I'm like, was it that bad? Like I'm not gonna look again to see. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Although I will, I will for the life of me never re- fully recover from Sal screaming, "You've got a boner!" in Brie Bella voice. That was something that stays I with you. I think I did that. No, you did. You did. Maybe. I don't recall. When you were talking about the lap dance thing, and you said Brie looked at Artem, and you got a boner. Yeah, you did it. And that wasn't me, dude. No, it was. Mm-hmm. Definitely. No, no, it was definitely you. I I recall you saying that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's um, why your name is. Imagine Selfie. how Artem felt while while the actual Brie was screaming that in his ear about seventeen times. I mean, he's been inside of her. But, what does it matter? Yeah. But now, but now you see why when like you guys reference things from the show that I don't remember it because I do right. like you try to like burn that out of my mind of like ever watching it or ever talking about it <laughs> so when does uh when does twaddle divas start recording it doesn't <laughs> it depends on that depends on you and your wife's availability i guess because you're doing it together <laughs> i think no, no there's, there's a magic tied to the twat magic brand that's just no no but that's that's for total De- total bellas but for you and lisa to review uh total divas i'm thinking this could be big business for us 
Yeah, no. no. You do total stewards. Well. If if I'm the magic guy in Todd Magic, I'm gonna abracadabra my ass out of there. Have to watch this shit. <laughs> well, see, the, see, here's the problem now because now I'll spend all my time hoping that they do another fucking special with the Bellas, just so you guys have to cover it. Yeah, I hear you. <laughs> I understand. I mean, they they renewed that Barmageddon show, so Nikki's still busy. So Ugh. we'll see. Uh, too, isn't she? Oh, I mean, her sister's on it, so I'm sure she's somewhere on it. Actually, I will say that my, probably my favorite part of the entire thing was the fact that you guys now have just so worked into um, conversation that the kid's name is Matado that nobody ever bats a fucking eyelash or ever yeah. even accidentally refers to him by the correct name. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but you know what? Me, it took me half a second, like the first time, like did they say potato? But then, yeah, it just it just fucking flows. The first so, episode. And Sal, I did the exact same thing you did when you t- when y- y'all started talking about fucking jazz saxophone. My brain went Kenny G, and then I started singing Careless Whisper. <laughs> exactly. Um. So when I the first episode that Troy just did. Uh, with Lisa, I, I heard him say potato, and I thought it was fucking hilarious. And then I just rolled with it when I came when I came on. It was great. I can't I can't even take credit for it. She that's literally what she called him when he was a baby. Did she uh, on, on the on the podcast? Oh, that's where it came gosh, from. Yes. Was on the podcast. She said he's such a little tiny potato. He's like a potato. And then like for like a one episode or something like that that's what they were calling him for a little bit, and it just kind of stuck. I mean, you know, just like us calling the the mother mama cunt and not remembering what her real fucking name is. Droopy Dog. On on that note, I was going to say, Droopy Dog is one of the funniest, (laughs) cruelest nicknames. Yeah, but if you saw the show, you'd be like, there's nothing else we can call her. No. And oh my god, the line of the entire show. (laughs) I'd like to thank you for being able to take a punch. (laughs) Almost drove off the road, just so you know. I thought, I thought, I gotta be honest, I, I kind of thought um, Lisa was mad at that when he said no. that. No. no, okay. She fucking lives no, with me, like, dude. Ah, like, oh, Troy. She, if, you, if you watched it, what she did, though, it did break her for a little bit. She had to, like, kind of sit back a little bit and just let it, like, nope, no, gotta move on. <laughs> See, like I said, we we hate the source material, but we love talking about it because it it brings up so many funny fucking things we can say. Exactly. So the return of Twilight Magic covering the Bellas podcast confirmed now, right? No. You just said you you love doing it. No. Pretty sure that's what you just said. (laughs) Too busy. I don't like the fact that that we we give them revenue. If you love something, let it go. Mm-hmm. And if it's not a twat, it'll leave. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! All right, uh, enough so about those behind the magic. Thank you guys for listening. <laughs> um, all right, where should we start, Sal? Where should we start this week? Uh, let's start. Are you asking in- Sal what his most important thing this week was? No, because that bit sucks. Let's start in chronological order, and let's talk about SmackDown. 
What? What do you mean? You didn't like SmackDown this week? <laughs> Not what I was saying, Jesus. Man. Yep. Jason, what was your opinion on what's your opinion on Samantha Irvin doing accents to introduce Imperium? Uh, <laughs> I know some people like it, and, and I it's fine. Like different people have different ways of doing the job. I get it. I you know people have told me I can get a little over the top when I'm doing announcing play by play whatever. I get it. You get fired up in the moment. You're looking to sort of make your mark on what you're talking about. and But I can honestly say I have never developed a fake German accent <laughs> while doing it. Kaiser! Giovanni Vinci! Yeah, it's it's <laughs> fucking weird. But oh my god. That He's wasn't not... even the one that gets me. It, it was actually, I think it was the one that broke me was Survivor Series. What it was such. And the War Games! Okay. Like, I Jesus didn't like Christ! Her call to start, like, Satan when she said War Games, but I liked when she introduced the Bloodline, because I thought it made him feel important. But then the more I listen to her these past couple months, I'm like, oh, Jason's got a point. She literally growls at everything. Mm. Listening, listening back to to our episode last week, I realized something that I should have said but different, but didn't. If everything is emphasized, nothing is emphasized. <laughs> That's a good point. That is a good point. And the challenger, he was in my ass last night. Thought you were gonna go with Roman Reigns uh, and, his, and his own. I caught that. Don't worry. <laughs> Roman Reigns is a happily married man, by the way. Apparently, but Paul Heyman isn't, but you know. <laughs> but I'm not. I did enjoy that where he's just like, "Don't ever send this guy again." <laughs> he literally yeah. do not send this man again. <laughs> um. Okay. So, I mean, there was literally nothing more disturbing than the thought of a sweaty Paul Hammond banging the shit out of Brandy Rhodes. It's true. And now you've literally spoke that into existence. Mm. <laughs> um, you know, anyway. It's worse than Kurt Angle and Charmel having bestiality sex. Oh, so that's true. a thing that I just true. got reminded of. That was a uh, thing yeah. that was literally said on WWE television at one no, point. But I try to forget that, just like Katie Vick. Although I'll never forget Katie Vick. I actually did it. I fucked her brains out. Oh, yeah. oh my God, the way you made that face right there when you said that. I will not sleep tonight, thank you. Uh, if you want to see the faces we make, go to twitch.tv slash rundownwrestling. That's right. I do love the fact that um, you still get people who are like, things were more serious in the Attitude Era. Like, they did, like, no, they weren't. They literally <laughs> gave birth to a hand. No, no. They did Vince McMahon called Booker T the N word on TV. That was right. not the Attitude Era. I believe that might have been pressing to the Ruthless Aggression Era. Yeah, because John Cena was there. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, he also called John Cena an N-word. Yeah, uh, that's true. <laughs> that happens, too. That's, that's true. Um, All right, you want to chronologically run through every show, Sal, so go ahead. Start no. with SmackDown, bud. Yeah, I am, and I want to start with the most important thing on SmackDown, Jimmy Uso. Because a lot of times, these past few months, 
he's just kind of been in the background. Like, obviously, he puts on banger matches for the tag titles, but as far as, like, the promo segments, you haven't heard too much from Jimmy. But this week on SmackDown, I thought he played his role perfectly. He comes out there to talk to his brother, who doesn't show up at first, but then Sammy interrupts him, and Sammy's like, you know, you were my dog, and then... You didn't even hesitate. And Jimmy... We had I a goddamn handshake. Dude, I thought Jimmy brought it when he was like, you betrayed us. What was I supposed to do? It's great fucking shit. It's, and and well, he's and, still and, putting Jimmy in that position of not and, committing to which way he's going to go. I'm not, to, I'm not Jimmy, Jay. My favorite part of that entire segment, though, was was Sammy finally giving word to what I think a lot of us were thinking, particularly during the the tribal court segment, which was family doesn't make you prove your loyalty time and time again, week after week. And that had never really been uttered in the course of this storyline. But I think watching, like I said, that tribal court thing, that was sort of the subtext of Sammy not responding. But to hear him actually say it and put words to the fact that that bothered him, I thought was a great thing for them to do. That's true. Mm -hmm. Now, I kind of had an idea that this wasn't going to get resolved when backstage before the segment they said, um, you know, Jimmy, you have to resolve this because otherwise next week Roman's going to be here and he'll solve it. And I'm just like, okay, so obviously nothing's happening this week if Roman's going to be here next week. But now, Roman's going to be there, but so is Cody. So, this could continue to drag out, but I don't know how you make the turn and make it logical. Paul Heyman was being extra, like, snaky this week, right? It's not just me. Yes. Um, I mean, it doesn't help that he's in a neck brace. It's weird because you mentioned that because I've been getting vibes like Heyman's trying to destroy the bloodline from inside. Like he was the one sort of needling Roman to turn on Sammy. Like he was the one that convinced Roman that Sammy was out to get him and doctored up the footage to make it look that way and sort of at times has turned almost the Usos against each other in in the way he's talked. So it's almost like he's got like some reason that he's trying to from the inside break up the bloodline which makes it interesting because at one point i believe cody said something about the bloodline imploding from within Mm -hmm. what motivation would he have though it's weird it it... well you would think so (laughs) who knows but who knows who knows? But the way but the he story... He doesn't do it to Roman, though. Like, he does it to the Usos, and, and, and obviously he did it to Sam. Right, but, 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 but the thing is, and this is what... If that's where they're going, the beauty of the way they're telling the story is that he has slowly convinced Roman to take away all of his own backup by creating this paranoia in his mind that everybody's against him when they're not. And he has basically created this wedge between Roman and all the people who had his back. Like, if if that's where they go, this is beautiful storytelling. Yeah, 100%. It, it could just be as easy as him helping Cody win for the sake of ending, you know, the thing he helped create kind of thing. 
So maybe. Sure. Maybe what he'll do is he'll help, he'll turn on Roman, he'll help Cody win, and then he'll tell us that it was really because he loved Roman the whole time and he really wanted to challenge him, and and then he'll get laid out and get taken off TV and leave the company and go work for the other company. Yeah. <clears throat> so That's maybe he'll not be Nyla Rose's new manager. <laughs> <laughs> maybe he'll inject the bloodline with a lethal dose of poison. There you go. But Sally, you can't sit here and tell me that that Jimmy and Sammy segment and that promo was better than the best promo segment that happened on SmackDown. Because uh, yes. who the fuck knew that Dominic Mysterio could carry a segment like that? Let's be honest. You know... It was like three months, two two months ago, we sat on this show, and you and I had a conversation, and I said to you, you hated Dominic, you said he's the worst thing on TV, and I said, he is fucking turning into a great shitty heel. Okay, no, originally, yes, originally I thought Dominic was the shit. I didn't buy the heel turn. This isn't the same guy from two, three months ago. Right. You mean he got better with more time? He got really Shocking, good. isn't it? Funny. Because no, there's a lot of people. Look at Dana. She hasn't gotten better with time. She doesn't get time. But, no, he, he has been, I was really surprised how well he, he presented in that segment with Charlotte. Mm-hmm. He held his own. And she. Yeah. And she's, she tends to, like, swallow up everything around her, similar yes. to what Stephanie McMahon used to do. If you're on screen with her, it's tough to stand out. And he absolutely did. Speaking of swallowing it. Oh, God. Uh, I knew, I as soon as I said it, I knew it was coming. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Definitely could have done without her talking about Andrade's thick dick. I'm just going to say. <laughs> I mean, at least she didn't, like, shy away from it. She, yeah, and you know what? Like, she owned it. To what Sal says. I like, I, I, when, when we all know something, and they know that we all know something... I would rather, it's sort of like when, um, what's his name, uh, Hangman Page makes reference to Renee interviewing him because yeah. he's feuding with Moxley. Like, don't insult our intelligence, we all know this shit, so it's nice right. when they bring us in and like, oh, yeah, you guys know, it's fine. Right, yeah. So gross, but it, but it was at least funny. <laughs> and it set the groundwork for when he comes back. Yes. Right. That's what I was Yeah, because we know he is coming back eventually. <laughs> but, you know what, that was... I, let's assume that was done off the cuff. I don't blame her at all. No. <laughs> no, I guarantee you. Nobody gave a shit. She's in a position where she's pretty untouchable, so yeah. she can do whatever the fuck she wants. Well, especially now that Vince is back in charge of creative, right? Yeah. I'm not right. <laughs> well, he's, I, I mean, obviously, why else are we getting Brock and Omos at WrestleMania? It's got to be Vince. Yeah. Speaking of uh, of Don Mysterio, um, he was obviously needling his father again this week, and we're not getting any further than we were in November, which is fine for now, but... No, we are. We absolutely are. Well, I mean, as far as Ray. Ray is still like, I'm not going to touch you, I'm just... Please go away. Yeah, but he got back up in his face this week for the first time. He sort of bowed up to him a little bit, which he hadn't done before. You should backhand him. <laughs> he will. That's where we're gonna go. It's coming. <clears throat> it's they. Oh, they got us. They got us to burn that shit because Ray can't fucking do promos. So you have to tell the story this way. Wait, when you say it's, it's coming, are you talking fun. about Andrade's thick dick again? 
Of course. Okay. Um, I mean that was that was attitude era, like veiling of talking about a penis, right? Like there was no was like I have a man at home who's got a much thicker. Yeah, I'm looking right at your penis right now. <laughs> Accent than you. <laughs> I guess it's not subtle at all. Funny though, like I said, it was funny. Yeah, just gross. <laughs> Uh, really okay, so waiting for you to ask me to rate that dick, and you're not you're not even fucking taking that. So I'm just gonna move on, I guess. <laughs> what? Well, you haven't seen it, so how would you rate it? Like, he asked me about it. people. Does that stop Jason's time? Before. Yeah, <laughs> that's a good point. Oh, I don't know what you're talking about. Anyway, um, <laughs> speaking of Rey Mysterio, interesting question for you gentlemen out there. Do you feel better about Karrion so. Cross now that he got that victory over Ray finally? No. I still don't give a shit about Karrion Cross right now. Okay. Character-wise. Not nothing to do with Scarlet, but his character is nothing on SmackDown right now to me. I mean, you guys tell me if I'm wrong. I mean, I feel like he won the blow-off of the feud. I feel like he dominated the match. I feel like he made Ray look like the little guy that Ray is. I think they sort of did everything we wanted them to do the first time through, uh, and he choked him out. So... Triple H put himself in a position where he has to rebuild a lot of people all at the same time, and so he has been having to focus on other people to rebuild them, like Johnny Gargano. Like that fat piece of shit, Tom Dollar. No, he's not rebuilding that fucker. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, it's been... We don't have enough shit to rebuild that guy. (laughs) But, yeah, it's just been taking a lot longer on certain people. And, and obviously, the IWC is sitting there and claiming that, like, oh... Oh, they're all fucking failed stuff like that. They're not. He's he's working on it. It's not an overnight thing, you know. It takes I don't, a while I don't to think all of the people that Triple H brought back have failed. And I don't even think Cross has officially failed. It's just I, I haven't seen it yet. To me, I, it's, it's not there yet. I'm gonna disagree with you a little bit on that one, Troy, because I think the Cross thing. I think they brought Cross back. And he looked like a main event star when they brought him back. That first thing when he showed up and attacked Drew, and he was right in the middle of that whole thing with Drew and Roman, and then he just disappeared. And they had Drew beat him twice, and then it was just like, if they had just gone the full distance with him and pushed him and had him beat Drew convincingly and won that feud and moved on, Like I think there was plenty of opportunity. I think they artificially dropped him down and now have to rebuild him, and that's on them. Yeah. Fair enough. Adam? Yeah? You were trying to say something before, and I interrupted you. You don't remember now, though. That's okay. Nope. <laughs> about carrying cross. Do you care, Adam, about carrying cross? Uh, My big note was that I know that I watched that match, but I don't remember anything that happened in that match. Um, Because Dominic chewed up a lot of scenery. (laughs) And and the match itself was a little forgettable. Yeah. By the way, I can't believe that I never put it together that Dominic is on screen with Rhea Ripley 
where Rhea Ripley's boyfriend, Buddy Murph, Buddy Matthews, whatever his fucking name was, was on screen with Leah Mysterio. Mm-hmm. I never put that together until <laughs> recently. I'm just like, that's really fucking funny. That they- <laughs> I didn't even think of that. That's huh? a good yeah. it's a damn. It's a it's a damn shame that uh, that Vicky Guerrero doesn't approve of any of this, really. Right. <laughs> well, see, we make references to things in the host thread. Now we have to explain them on the show, or they don't make, <laughs> the jokes don't make sense here. Well, we we talked about it on the show before about Vicky turning around and being like, "I've never fucking spoken to this dirt sheet. They're yeah. fucking lying." But yeah, Dominic said like, "I talk to Vicky regularly about this. She's been giving her blessing. I I keep asking her, is this okay? Is this okay?" And she's like, "Yes, this is awesome. This is fucking great." Because she understands, and she knows Eddie would love this shit, too, right. if he was still around. Yeah, she loves but, it. Yeah. She, this is Dominic said. She loves it, and she's made that clear, too, on her social media yeah. that she loves it. So, Yeah. Plus, like, she's just watched this kid grow up, right. you mm-hmm. know? Like, you've got to assume that they're close still. So, yeah. But I like the fact that Dominic didn't have to, but he did, turned around and was like, hey... That way we don't get things like, well, all of a sudden we hear an AEW, like, this person's not cool with them referencing this. And it's like, well, yeah, because they didn't fucking talk to them and run it by them first. So And yeah. Dominic did it the right way. He, he said it. He was like, I went to the office first and said, is it okay if I talk to her? And they were yeah. like, yeah, absolutely. Like, we encourage it. Um, that, you know, other companies may not be so encouraging of people talking to people and that don't work for them, but well, yeah. But he's not you, stupid. <laughs> if you're an AW and Tony catches you talking to a WWE person, even about what they they had for lunch yesterday, he's gonna fucking not put you on the kind of card for three weeks. He might do it anyways, <laughs> just because he can't book anything. Booker of the year for the third year running, by the way. I'm just so happy that the Ellis Island of professional wrestling would never do anything like freeze someone's contract and extend time due to an injury like WWE does, because where they hold her wrestlers right. hostage, it's just hostage. Un- yeah. unbelievable. Thank God there's a place yeah. like AEW who, that doesn't do was, that shit. Um, who was the wrestler that was backstage when Cody won the Rumble? Tony Ricky he's... Starks. Yeah. Oh, Ricky, Ricky Starks. Starks. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Uh-huh. Yeah, he's um, hard. Fucking trained. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> and I believe Preston Vance was there as well. But remember, I mean, AEW is not kind of not a place that would sign someone like Daniel Bryan and say, "Hey, don't worry, you'll be able to work a bunch of dates," and then go, hey, "You're not not that you want." Mm, yeah, <laughs> yeah. They would never uh, do that. Ever. One more thing to come out of SmackDown. I well, and this isn't directly to SmackDown, but something that popped into my head watching it this week. I am going to be incredibly disappointed if anyone other than LA Knight wins Money in the Bank this year. Because there is no more perfect fucking person to carry that briefcase than LA Knight. Yeah. Yeah. I thought he had a great match with Kofi, too. That was a good TV match. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. And I enjoyed the promo with him and and Woods and everything beforehand. Yeah. Yeah, I'm... Yeah, he's, he's great, and I'm glad that he can actually... He's maybe in a feud now that he could win. And not get right. fucking somebody miss him completely on a stage time. No atomic bowling. <laughs> Cosmic bowling. Thank you. Depends on where you grew up, motherfucker. Town line and yes. sagas. It was a, it was atomic bowling. All right. Fuck yeah. Right, Sal. Right. Yeah. Right. I've never heard that phrase before. No, me neither. It's been cosmic bowling up by us. Yeah. 
Still you know is. how many fucking girls we brought up to Cosmic Bowling at fucking Sat Town? No, oh, yes. Jesus Christ. Town line and Saugus, baby. Oh, Gotta make God. sure which pair of pants you wear. Yeah, that town pool. slut's got white stains all over her pants. Yeah. <laughs> pool tables, arcade machines, and atomic bowling, motherfuckers. Oh, yeah. It was the fucking place to be when you were in high school on, like, Friday the nights. The only thing better would be... Good times emporium and some of all. By the end of that, by the end of my high school time, even that was sort of like me. Oh, at that point, yes. Yeah. But like a couple of years before that, like freshman, yeah, probably was where it was like yeah. rocking, right? Yeah, yeah. Just a little bit. Adam gets uh, mad at me because I say it incorrectly. Apparently, it's good time. Uh, I, I'll never forget. It's the good time emporium, but it was always referred to locally as good, good times. times. I'll never yeah. forget the first show I ever did there. After the show was over, going into the bathroom, there's a dude in each of the stalls in the bathroom. And when I opened the door to the bathroom, they both were like, huh? So, you know, good stuff going on. In- Do they pull their dicks out of the holes? <laughs> I don't know if it was that or if it was cocaine, but either way, no, one of them might have both. Or both. <laughs> it was good times. There's a lot of things going on now. That's true. Put the coke yeah. on the dick and then... There you go. Can I, just, can I just say for for half of that story, your cat was directly behind you, and it made it look like you were a furry with your tail <laughs> <laughs> What was your first show at Good Times? What company was that for? I was um, No Limit Pro. Oh, uh, okay. I remember that. Okay. Yeah, I, I remember going to the NWA New England shows there, but I'm an older fuck, so... I worked some NWA New England shows there, so... I told you about that. That vi- I, I shared with you that video I saw of Hulk Hogan showing up at Gold's Gym in like '93, oh, right? Yeah. Oh my god! That was it. I know. I didn't know about this. I was like 10 years old. I would have loved to have gone seen Hulk Hogan, but I was there. Fucking crazy. <laughs> NECW used to run there after Tony Rumble passed, and NWA New England stopped running there. NECW started running there, so and then they sort of took over the place for a while. They got kicked out of like the little ballroom that was there. They started going in like the general area. The ballroom was the place to be for the wrestling shows, though. All right, cool. <laughs> <laughs> Shall we move on to Monday Night Raw? What? Not not quite. Um, okay. Are we uh, are we getting an eight man tag at Mania with McIntyre, Sheamus, Strowman, and Ricochet versus Imperium and, uh, and the Viking Raiders? I'm sorry. Imperium! <laughs> um, no, we're not. We might be headed in Everybody's that just brawling with everyone. Well, they are the brawling brutes, after all. Yeah, but I, I think they're going to no, go these are the bang Gunther bros. And, and, uh, and McIntyre. And by the way, a correction from last week, I had said that the battle royal to determine Gunther's next challenger was this week. It is not. It is at the MSG show, apparently. Okay, I, I'm just going to say right off the bat, the idea of Gunther and McIntyre at WrestleMania has me horny. I want to see that match now. <laughs> All right. Yeah. I had no idea I wanted to see that match until I decided, until I knew that match was an option. Now I want to see that match. Not the sound command I was expecting, but... Uh, also <laughs> I got to change it up. Anyone else interested in seeing that? Or is there a different I mean, match no, you prefer? It, it will be... I, I think it would be a fucking banger, obviously. It's... it's. 
It's a little weird because Drew's been he's been with Sheamus and they've been doing this tag team and he and he had a chance at the at the Uwu title in his home country. But this is fine for Mania. Um, I feel like Gunther's gonna win though. I think you need somebody who can physically stand up next to Gunther and look good. Mm-hmm. And you already you've already done the Strowman match. The Lesnar thing is obviously not happening. So McIntyre is a great option, and they're going to have a great match, and they're going to beat the shit out of each other. And it could be similar to the match he had with Sheamus. It could be the best match on the show, low-key, you know? That's fair. That's fair. But let's just say for the sake of argument, it's not true. Who else would you think should get that match? I would think they'd have to bring somebody back, like a legend, because... Like Orange Cassidy jumps in, right? No. Um, I, I can't. Eddie Kingston just quit. Can I can't really see anybody on the current SmackDown roster who I want to see against Guza that hasn't already fought him. Like Ricochet, that's been done to death. Mm-hmm. Um, Sheamus, we've done that. That was really good, but I don't think you go back to it. I definitely don't want to see Braun Strowman again. Oh, I did I would, mention Solo. I, I would like to see Solo Sokoa. That's a Sakoa. Not right. This, this time. Yeah, I got it right this Who time, wants? and I actually hesitated. I was yeah. like, wait, did I, did I say it right? <laughs> I mean, yeah, Solo would be a lot of fun. Yeah. Sal Shad on me, but, you know. Who was it? I forgot. Aaron Corbin. Because I, 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 I look, I fully <laughs> accept that I'm the only one on this show who enjoys Baron Corbin. That's not true. I like Baron Corbin. <clears throat> The worst thing that happened to Baron Corbin was a couple weeks ago when he took the shirt off and like, oh yeah, the belly button <laughs> face. face. Forgot about that. Back. What is the um? What's is it the Ninja Turtles character? That's the, the so, <laughs> is it Mo? Not Modoc. What am I? The one with the brain in the stomach. Yeah, yeah. he's a Quang. Yes, Quang. Quang. Yes, Quang. that's us. No, Quang was Safio Vega. Yes. Quang was Safio. <laughs> Quang. Um. I will say this. You referenced I want to see the lone wolf character on the main roster. Like, that's what he came in as. It didn't work, and they changed it. Like, they've done that. They've tried that. It didn't work. You know? I I just... So I will agree with you about one thing. I think there is a lot to be said for the fact that Corbin knows how to create heat better than maybe anybody on the roster. He's uh, making him eat dog food. But I don't know that he knows how to use the heat he creates. Does that make sense? He doesn't. And I'll give you a perfect example. He he can claim and lay claim to the fact that he's the last person to pin Roman Reigns. And that's great. And that's a, that should get you heat. But then he goes in the ring and he gets pinned by Cody in like, I don't know, three minutes. <laughs> But that, it wasn't even like a challenge. Like that to me is part of less than. the issue is that every single gimmick he's run with has ended with him being a pathetic loser at the end. Yes, yeah. that's, every single that's one. What I said last week. He. I mean, I don't you listen told to you, me but he's a loser, and now <laughs> I kind of buy it. Did you say? No. Uh, I said I, I appreciated your point of view. Um, Except for that one gimmick where he was a loser and people were enjoying it. Right, yeah. Bum, bum Corbin people liked, and then they yeah. just abandoned it. Yeah. Darby Allen had some bum fights lined up for him. I don't know what happened. 
yeah, I don't know. There's just other people I'd rather see. On <clears throat> yeah, no, I just... I, to me, the Corbin thing needs to be built up before I'd be interested in him. Versus, I'm not saying it's not an impossibility that I'd be interested in him versus Gunther. Just as of now, he's just not there. Who do you think should be could be in there against Gunther? That's exciting and believable. Like I said, I, I Drew, I'm I'm right there for. Um, but if you're asking for another option, um. The part of the problem is some of the people I'd be interested in. I don't know if anybody else would be. Like I would like. No, no, I would like. <laughs> I would sort of like the um, David and Goliath element of him versus Johnny. I think you could tell a good story, and Johnny has shown an ability to work really well with bigger, stronger opponents. Um, it plays nicely into his underdog character. Um, you, you saying David and Goliath reminded me of something I actually do remember from the Rey Mysterio match on SmackDown is Michael Cole busted out the biggest little man and I wanted to punch him in the face for it because I fucking hate that uh, uh, re- remind me when we get to talking about NXT about announcers saying shit that pisses you off <laughs> um, and it's not even Booker T this time amazingly oh. enough um, but yeah I in terms of other guys on the roster that I'd be interested in, um, the problem is some of the guys I'd be interested in are heels, and I don't think it's a natural matchup. Um, I'd, I'd totally like to see Bobby Lashley versus Gunther. I think that'd be a hell of a match. Mm, but sure. in terms of the show, it doesn't really make a lot of sense. Um, but there are there are names that I think if done right you could make for a really good match. But Drew is just a natural pick for that spot. Sure. And it's full circle. You can win the Intercontinental Title at WrestleMania. Right. I do want to take a little issue with something you guys talked about last week, which was uh, having no interest in seeing Austin Theory versus John Cena at WrestleMania. Oh, no, I didn't say no interest in seeing that. I said no interest in seeing it for the United States title. But why? That adds another it, element to it, the story. It's a no-win situation for me. How? John Cena hasn't wrestled on a on a full-time schedule in like four or five years. He's going to come in and win the U.S. title. Lita okay, just no. won a championship, gonna... motherfucker. Who? Lita. We'll get to that. Um, just saying. And and I don't think that's how the Austin theory story should end. Who was the last Robin major champion that wrestled a full schedule regularly? Roman doesn't anymore. Roman goes weeks without being on TV. He hasn't been beaten in almost three years, so that's Brock a didn't. Bit different. Um, okay, but we're talking about the Intercontinental Championship. Oh, oh, I'm sorry, the United States Championship. This is a mid card title. This isn't um, right, but. John Cena is you know, not going to win the match. John Cena is there as a way okay. of elevating Austin Theory. So, so that's the other side of it. John Cena puts Theory over. Cool. You don't need the U.S. title for that. He can just they, those two could have a match in a program without the United States okay. Championship. Okay. What's the motivation for Cena to come back and go at Theory? Theory talking shit. 
But isn't a better story that John Cena feels like he did a, so much work to elevate that title and he feels like Theory's bringing that title down and he's going to get that title off of Theory and bring it back to where it should be? Doesn't that just make so much natural sense in terms of telling a story? Go ahead. You can say it. Everybody knows. I mean, it did the first time Cena came back to get the U.S. title years after he had won it against Rusev. But right, and okay, but even top that, go further back. Even when he was feuding with Roman, he threw in the line of I was honored and proud to hold that US title. You walked around like it was a demotion. He has clearly and, then, and regularly displayed an affection for that championship right. in particular. So it makes perfect fucking sense. But he also went back to it during the Seth Rollins feud, like I just think so it makes perfect sense. Okay, it makes perfect sense when Hogan comes out there and legs drop somebody, too. It does not something I want to see Hogan again. hasn't leg dropped anybody in three decades. His back doesn't work anymore. because He literally can't now. Right. Um, no, that's all I'm saying. I'm just saying, like, we've seen that a million times. You can do not theory, with theory without the U.S. title. You're telling me that a program with Theory and Cena, if if Theory would have would have lost that belt at the Elimination Chamber, if right? Theory say, loses that belt, gone. he's going let's into a feud gone. with John fucking Cena as a loser. Why does that make any sense to do that? We've seen other people take t- lose titles before me. Well, the fact that we've done some team. dumb shit before doesn't make that make sense. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> I don't think I ever said I wasn't interested in Austin Theory versus John Cena. I just wanted to yell at Sal. Go ahead, you're good. Okay. <laughs> uh, well, what I, what I was trying to segue to before that uh, before that offshoot was speaking of Bobby Lashley. Um, that Firefly Funhouse was fucking manic. It it was manic. Um, <sighs> I don't like this. I just don't want to talk I, about Bray Wyatt anymore. <laughs> I, I, I got to be honest. I know I've been saying for, for a while now, I, I just want to see what Bray does at Mania. Uh, if it's this, uh, it's not the right person to do it against. You, you, you spent time on Raw talking about how Lashley is a, a legit combat you know, fighter. And... He sits there and he says, nobody's going to disrespect me. And then he stands there and does nothing while they do a bunch of fucking dances on the, on the Titan Tron. Like, well, I don't like this at all. <laughs> and it's been a while since I've openly said I don't like a Bray Wyatt segment, but... <clears throat> well, yeah, but Vince is back in charge of creative now, so... <laughs> I don't know about that, but what I do know is as I'm not a fan of this... this whatever they're doing with Lashley right now. I, okay, so... I don't necessarily ascribe to the notion that Vince is back in charge of creative. I know, you just keep saying it because the internet says it. There are some shockingly un-Triple H-like decisions being made creatively in the last few weeks. Kurt Fair? Well, there's also speculation that it's because people originally refused to work with some people why we're getting things like Brock versus Omas at WrestleMania. 
That one bothers me less than other people. Okay. And I'll explain why, since we're jumping to that. For me, at least, it makes some sense that that match becomes the tipping point at WrestleMania where Lashley comes out and costs Lesnar the match. We reveal the new Hurt business, and then we get on to SummerSlam for the real final match between Lesnar and um, Lashley. Yeah, yeah, I'm okay with that. And uh, I, I like... And that, to me, is the thing people are forgetting, is the association with MVP and the whole Hurt Business angle, it actually makes a certain degree of sense for Omos to be the one to go after Lesnar if Lashley isn't. It doesn't mean it's going to be a good match. I'm not saying that. No, but I, it's also I don't not going to be a long match. Right. <laughs> but that's the thing. I don't consider that a, a Triple H folly. So, so what do you think are some things that you've seen that doesn't fit. No, but no, no. I'm not saying it's a Triple H folly. I'm saying it's not a match I would expect Triple H to book for WrestleMania. Okay. While I can understand it makes sense, well, I have no... That's a match you could do on Monday Night Raw. And promote the shit out of to get a number with Lesnar on Raw. And still do that same angle prior to SummerSlam. So so what do you think of some things that have looked... You just mentioned one. Lashley and Wyatt makes no sense to me. And doesn't strike me. Triple H has gone, since taking over creative, he's gone to great lengths to sort of put over Lesnar and Lashley and some of these other guys as legit badass fighters. Mm -hmm. Putting him into this spoopy bullshit with Bray Wyatt. And again, I'm biased because I haven't enjoyed Bray Wyatt's latest run as much as I wanted to. Um, I haven't. And it makes no sense to me. And I think it's going to diminish Lashley and take away some of the work that Triple H has done. And alternatively, I have enjoyed Bray since he's come back, but I don't like this at all because, like you said, Lashley's what have been... you enjoyed? Lashley's been Ugh. amazing the past few months. Mm-hmm. This does nothing for him, in my opinion. And it actually feels like a step backwards. The only, the only, the only benefit to this is the whole theory of you change when you face Bray Wyatt, and then Lashley can go back to being a heel. Sure, but Ellie Nice the same. There are better ways to go about <laughs> doing that. And I, I really was thinking Lashley could be the could be the first challenger for Cody. To be honest, Good. and you could still get there, yeah. but it's just this is a weird detour from WrestleMania for me. You're also assuming Cody's going to win. I don't think it's the predictions episode of WrestleMania tonight. So I'm just saying it's. I'm reserving my comment. It will be very interesting if they pass up the notion of Roman Reigns holding the title for 1,000 days. I was just going to say, isn't it like the day after Backlash? Is it's like a week after, I think, something like that. Troy, what do you think? All right then. I think Troy muted us. Either that or he's he's doing a gimmick. Oh, he's on mute. He's got the uh, little line on his microphone. Uh There it is. Troy, what were you saying? Can you hear me now? Yep. Yes. Skype's being a bit 
One, you're assuming that the Elmas and Brock thing is actually going to happen at WrestleMania and it's not That's a good point. Two, a good point. if it does happen, WrestleMania is all about moments, right? What's a bigger moment than picking up Omos's dead weight and F5-ing his ass? <laughs> Didn't we just see Lashley yeah. do that at WrestleMania last year, basically? Yeah, you get another guy. People don't like watching Brock and don't like watching Omos. Why not put him in a three-minute fucking match I and just be done with it? disagree. I think a lot of people enjoy watching Brock. I don't know. Like I said, I I <laughs> I don't I don't think that this is. I think everyone is sitting there going, "Oh, fucking Vince is back and and he's not working with him." I feel like a lot of that is the typical we hate Brock bullshit and okay. we hate Vince, so we want to throw it in there. But but yeah, to be fair, a, to be fair, you also told us the week before Vince came back that Vince ain't coming back. So. There, at a certain point, when the story starts to continuously have some fire to every time there's smoke, you've got to sort of start to change your expectations a little bit, right? Yes, no, because Troy was right when he said, Vince can't come back, the board is full. What we were unaware of was that Vince was going to strong arm and two members of the board were all of a sudden going to step down. <laughs> And that would surprise you about Vince? Why Vince strong arming someone shocks you? Because he, because I figured that rest of the company wanted him out. So, and he's a little bit feeble now. He's not the fucking. I'm not defending Vince. Twenty years ago. I just, I don't think that there is any smoke to Vince being back in creative. I haven't seen anything. People can sit there and they can fucking point to. Omos and and Brock, and they can say they hate it, so, and then they're trying to blame it on on it being that Vince is back. He's, uh, he's absolutely back. Like maybe it's just that Triple H wanted to have these two fucking do something for a little bit here, and we're we're not going to have it be that way. All right, there are varying degrees to this conversation. I don't know that any. I'm not sitting here saying that I believe that Vince is sitting in and running creative and ripping up scripts and doing all that shit. Do I think there's a possibility that he said to his employee, Paul Levesque, this is what I really want to see at WrestleMania, go make it happen? Sure. That's entirely possible. That's possible. That's entirely possible. People are saying, though, that he's back writing creative, and that's not the case. That's influencing creative more than writing it, but I do think that's very much possible that he's influencing creative. I think think it's entirely that that Vince uh, Jedi mind tricks his son-in-law. Into not being like this is what I want to see, but like, oh, if I was doing this. But I mean, I also, the only thing I'll say is, that, sorry, go ahead. I also think that Brock is the type of asshole who would be like, Vince is the only guy who can book my shit now. Well, we have seen that in the past. Yeah. Possible. So, so if this is the only way to get Brock on the card, then you do it. Yeah. And then buy I, everything else is Triple H. <sighs> Speaking of which, that segment with um, with uh, MVP was actually pretty funny. Yeah, Mr. no, White Brock Lightning is great. Yeah. Brock is fantastic. I think of all the years we wasted not letting Brock talk for himself Dude, that we could have been getting shit like this. Spit the yeah. fucking moonshine back in Brock's face. I was like, oh god. <laughs> uh, he didn't. He never called it moonshine. Yeah, no, right. White Lightning. Right. Yeah. In our in our Twitch chat, uh, P Funky Michael. I'm pretty sure is Smathers. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Says Lesnar, Lesnar versus Omos gives me a popcorn break. Anyway, if you can get popcorn in three minutes, good on you. Uh, well, he's not yeah. going to be at wrestling. Well, I mean the 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 entrances are going to take five minutes too. That's fair. <laughs> Smathers can get a jizz pop in three minutes. What are you talking about? 
if it's going to take Omas about 45 minutes to walk down that ramp. <laughs> That's right. But to the point, and I think one of the things that people are pointing to, and I don't necessarily think it's incorrect, is the idea that Triple H takes over creative and we get literally nothing for Omas for months and months and months, and now just all of a sudden out of the blue he's in a prominent match at WrestleMania? Well, when we know uh, Trip, when we know Vince was putting him in prominent spots, it's sure, definitely whether it's Vince or not, it's a departure from what we were doing, which is going to raise eyebrows. I think the past few weeks, though, they have at least done this. MVP is kind of back in the fold. He's still with Omaz. He's kind of reuniting with Shelton, and and you know, there's there's been pieces I just before. Wanna... Oh, Moss all of a sudden got a WrestleMania match. I just want to point out that you can't see Ray's eyebrows because he wears a mask. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> yeah, boy. Thank you. <clears throat> Thank you. Uh, let's, okay. Let's move on uh, to Raw and talking about WrestleMania, the, the, the big announcement. That Tony the, Khan? The... the yeah. <laughs> The, right. the amazing, the amazing gift from his wife is that the Miz is the host of WrestleMania. Wasn't he the host before? No. Okay. No, they they did a whole thing where last week he had an envelope. The Rock no, was the host. No, no, the, the Rock was that. the host. The New Day was the host. Alexa was the host. Yeah. And Miz didn't host one of those years. I don't think so. Okay. That's what I recall. He, he didn't. Yeah, I think oh, he was. No, he, I think he hosted SummerSlam. Maybe. That's okay. Yeah, yeah, I think that was it. Whatever. It's fine. They need a host, apparently. So, uh, have a host. He's going to be there backstage a couple times and maybe make some funny things with celebrities. I don't care. Somebody will kick the shit out of him. It's right. WrestleMania. You look like you're waiting for me to say something bad. No. I'm kind of seems, disappointed. Seems I thought it was awful be, defensive. I, I'm kind of disappointed in the envelope reveal. I thought it was going to be something actually like good. I was like, oh. Uh, okay. What, you thought <laughs> that she was going to be pregnant again or something? No, I thought she was going to be like, I got fucking, I don't know, uh, Tyson Fury to be on Ms. TV, and then that's where we were going for, or, or fucking Pat McAfee or something, and that's where we were going for Mania with Miz. It's McAfee versus Miz, which might still happen. Just starting out there. I, it's so weird that McAfee hasn't come back to TV after returning at the Royal Rumble. Yeah. yeah. Disappointing. Yeah. Speaking of missing people, where the fuck is Shinsuke Nakamura? He was in Japan. That's a fact. Right, he did the Muda match. Where the fuck has he yeah. been since? The Yakuza got him. He didn't even get a spot in the Royal Rumble. <laughs> no, he, he was still in Japan. No, he wasn't. That was over by then. That doesn't mean he doesn't want to chill there for a little bit. I know he lives in California now, but... You know, maybe he's just taking a break. I don't know. He's he's on the back end of his career. So him taking an extended time, period of time off, I'm not exactly shocked by it. As opposed to Brock Lesnar, who's not on the back end of his career. It's a little bit of a different shape. <laughs> and nobody blinks an eye when Brock is someplace one night and then doesn't show up for the next four months. Right, but... Uh, because he's part-time, Shinsuke's right. a full-time wrestler still. Or su- was supposed to be, at least. <laughs> I looked, they haven't had much for him for the past 
while. So maybe moving Boogs over to Raw, they have to kind of say something new up. Boogs. I think you mean Rick Boogs. Is he fighting Elias in Mania? Is that where we're going with this? <laughs> Check with Troy. That's his Wisconsin boy right there. They're going to have a guitar off. Oh, my God. Fucking Corey Graves just absolutely destroyed uh, Kevin Patrick this week for talking about Wisconsin during the Otis match. I don't know why. He was just like, you're going to talk about Wisconsin now? It was funny. Otis. During the uh, WWE Sunday Stunner in WWE Saturday Night's main event uh, at the end of January, Shinsuke, Madcap, Moss, and Braun Strowman took on Imperium in both those matches. Imperium? So he has worked. Yep. So he has worked in the U.S. as as soon as a little over a month ago. So he definitely could have worked Royal Rumble. Maybe he's hurt. I don't know. Maybe. I haven't heard anything. There's no good wrestling journalists out there that actually tell the truth. <laughs> no, that's true. All right, um, Kevin Owens, I thought, was a very. Can we bring back? Can we bring back Brandy Rhodes just to introduce Kevin Owens at WrestleMania? <laughs> <laughs> only if only if he was also the United States champion. Um, I don't know who, why you guys are saying that. Randy Rhodes never announced anything for the WWE, okay? That does remind me of someone named Eden Styles, though. Joey Styles' little brother. <laughs> no, it's AJ Styles' cousin, but that's okay. Yeah. Still spelled differently. <laughs> um, KO, saying he doesn't Ryan need Styles anybody's sister. help. He's going he's gonna to do it on his own. He's gonna, now he's got a match with Solo next week. I feel like win. the bloodline is going to beat the shit out of KO, and Sam is going to make the save. You think? But does Jimmy also beat? I'm not Jimmy. Does Jay also beat the shit out of KO, or is it just Jimmy and Solo? I have enjoyed that the, the, the uh, people have pointed out that Jay, Sammy, and Kevin all wear black hoodies now. So mm-hmm. maybe maybe they those guys those three guys form a, a group. Maybe. And then we get Solo, Jimmy, and Roman against them at some point. I mean, Solo is teaming with Jimmy this week. Yeah. Yep. Seamlessly. Yeah. They had a good match. Well, we've talked about the fact that fucking Simone's come out the womb fighting, so... <laughs> just. Actually, Jimmy did a lot of the heavy lifting in the opening promo from Monday Night Raw this week. That was pretty good. He's he lifted up almost. <laughs> Um, no, I enjoyed him. I enjoyed the Street Profits in this. The match was good. Solo looked great. Um, I did like that at one point <clears throat> Montez Ford had a headlock on Jimmy, and he like was wrenching it in. And I think the ref said something like, make sure he can breathe. And Montez just screams out, he can kiss my ass! <laughs> Got a pop from the crowd, too, for that. Um... So, yeah, do we see KO getting jumped next week and yeah. Sammy making the save? Of course. Yeah. But, but KO doesn't want his help. It doesn't matter. He's got to prove himself to KO. That's yeah, that's what I was thinking. That's what I was thinking. 
And then they're going to get that spot where they're going to hug and everybody's going to go nuts, including Adam. Mike. I don't want to see them hug until Mania. I don't want to see them hug until Mania. I would be, I fair. I would be, be fine if it was like right. two weeks before Mania so they can book the match. All right. No. All right. All right. All right. Here's what you do. Okay. Here's the storyline. Paul, Paul in Connecticut, listen up. Here's what you do. You have Jimmy Uso having, and probably Solo, having Kevin Owens trapped somewhere in the ring, whatever, about to kill him with a chair. Then you have Roman in the back with Jey Uso threatening to kill him. Then Sammy has to choose who he saves. He saves Kevin, and Roman goes, See, he was never had your back, Jay. Boom. Now, figure out a way to do it in the ring, so that it can do one in the ring, one at the entrance ramp. As long as there's some distance, you can only save one. Do you want to play a game? Right. We go. We go. Cut this baby in half. (laughs) But tell me that doesn't accomplish everything you want to accomplish in one segment. Yeah. It would. Yep. It gives motivation for Jay to return back to the fold, team up, and then want to take out Kevin and Sammy. I it think... gives Kevin a reason <clears throat> to forgive Sammy and get back together and create a tag team. So it I shows would... Roman as the master manipulator who's playing with people's emotions to get what he wants out of them. Does everything he wanted which, to do. I was toying with that particular part of it. Of Roman manipulating Jay into fighting KO one on one on SmackDown next week, or or the week after, whatever you want to do it. And when they have a one on one match, that's when we see Sammy make the save on KO because not only is Jay fighting him one on one, but Jimmy and Solo jump KO, and Jay has no loyalty to KO, so all three of them beat him down. Just have Sammy be the special guest referee for the match. And he's got to count one of his That's buddies out. Too. That actually, you know what? I like that. <laughs> That's really good. Yeah, but then it doesn't fall entirely on Sammy because he's just counting shoulders. It's not him having to choose one over the other. I mean, it would be if it's, a, if it's a dusty finish. Uh, he's got to pull one on top of the other one to end the match. Or Kevin has Stone a Cold could just run like, out in both of them. There you go. That's that's true. Oh hell yeah! You're not even gonna try to do a, <laughs> a Stone Cold impression. You just did your own, you just did, you just did a Taz impression. You gotta do at least a Stone Cold impression. I can't. I go. can't get a. Taz Fuck you, Sal. Sal. <laughs> Fuck you, Sal. I'm gonna drop you on that stack of times you call a neck. <laughs> You do it better than me. <laughs> oh, hell. Yeah. After I whoop both your asses, I'm going to make you drink my terrible IPA. <laughs> hey, how good was. Uh, I mean, he's been firing all cylinders for the past few months, but 
How good is how good was Cody this week on Raw in that match with Otis? Well, actually, no, he had the match with Chad Gable. Yeah, but, so he was he sucked in the match with Otis. But when but Otis was at ringside, right, and he comes over to him as Otis is looking for Maxine in the crowd, and he just puts his arm on his shoulder. And he's like, "I think she's over there." <laughs> I, I I laughed. It was the, stupid. The, by the, the story there was that apparently Cody was trying to get. Uh, Tony to sign Chad Gable uh, while he was still in AEW. Oh, really? So him, once Gable didn't sign with him or either didn't get offered a contract when he was renegotiating, uh, Cody apparently wanted to put him over big in their match because of the fact he's such a big fan. And honestly, like, Chad Gable's way better than he has any right to be. (laughs) You know, just... Everything he does, I mean, in ring he's great. He's taking this fucking stupid male model storyline and making it fun to fucking watch. I mean, him sitting there looking in the mirror and be like, "I'm pretty." Like it's just, <laughs> it's so good. And like again, it's like this is stupid, but it's fucking good and it's funny and it's actually making the male models interesting to watch. I agree. And Gable, his in ring work is on another level. Oh, the way sure. he took that Cody cutter this week, that was fucking incredible. And the way he sold the crossroads, I thought was great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that guy. The guys. I'm hoping that Triple H does something with him eventually, and he's been giving him TV time, obviously. So he has been being. Unfortunately, used, but... Vince is back in charge of creative. Yeah, sure. Yeah, so he's going to be back to fucking shortness G again. <laughs> Jesus Christ. This time we'll go with short dick, G. You fucking midget. The only Don't other want thing... no short dick, man. You're welcome. The only other <laughs> thing I did want to mention from Raw, uh, you know, the main event, Lita and <clears throat> win the tag titles. I mean, we saw that coming when they put the match last week, but what did you guys think of it? Especially with the inclusion of Trish. First off, anytime you want BLT. to include Trish in anything, I'm good. <laughs> True. She still looks fucking stunning. Yes, 100%. All right, now, are you bummed that she removed her fake titties? They still look pretty damn good. They still look pretty good, right? Oh, they still look great, but yeah, apparently her and Lita both. She may have got new ones. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. That shirt was very... Sure. <laughs> that shirt was yeah. showing in all the right places. Um, well, they're just big mommy milkers now. So. Hey, whatever works. I know how much Sal loves that, so I appreciate mm-hmm. the shout out there. Um, that was painful to watch Lita try to wrestle. It was that like second I, sounds bad. I think people have elevated Lita's wrestling ability post career to a level it never actually reached in her career. She was a great character. She could have passable matches. And she hit a very good moonsault. She was never a great worker bell to bell. She was, especially early in her career, very athletic. And she put on some really good matches with Trish and a couple of the people. Trish put on some really good matches that Lita was there for. <laughs> Let's not forget, Trish wasn't always great. When she first started, 
She was Red. a little green. Sure. Well, yeah. When I she think Lita started. was ahead of her at that point, back in like yeah. you say, like one You know what I mean? I think what I think what Jason's trying to say is is that if it wasn't for Charlotte, that match would have been garbage too. Well, that okay. Since she's been back, obviously she's lost a lot of her fastball. But no, I think there was a point where where Lita was one of the best women's wrestlers in the world. Not that there was much to compare it to in 2002 and 2003, but for her time, she was very innovative. For her time, she was behind Molly Holly. She was behind Ivory. She was behind several women in terms of working ability. She was a bigger name and a better character than those women, which is exactly what I said. Yeah, she was, she was she was a John Moxley literally era. doing the Har- the Hardy Boys moves when no other women was doing that. Again, she was really good at the moonsault and pretty good at the Rana. That's yeah. that's AEW, dude. That doesn't mean you're working well. That We're doesn't mean about, no 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 no. We're talking about 1999, dude. Nobody was really doing that outside of the Luchadors and WCW, especially not a woman. When's the last time you saw a woman do a moonsault in 1999? Well, they weren't allowed to mostly. Okay, again, you're, this is this is what happens when you when you go back and forth with me is that you change the argument. We have a different. I'm not changing. The we're argument. discussing you're different things. Was not a good I'm literally she saying the best no, of her time. I'm literally saying she was good at a couple moves that she did all the time. Oh a couple moves. Okay. Ah oh, shit! Here we go again. <laughs> she was never a really good worker. She was never Charlotte. She was never Becky. She was never. There was no Charlotte back then. There absolutely were women who were better workers than her. I just gave you two who were working at the same time she was. Mae Young had a great mood salt. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. I think we can both agree she looks like shit now. Jade Cargill does a great pump kick. Doesn't mean Jade Cargill's a good worker. Tay Conti does a good pump kick. It's the only thing she can she do. about eight million of them, yeah. But she does it. Doesn't mean she's, she's a good, good worker, Sal. <laughs> You're confusing Lita when she was with Edge versus Lita when she first broke in and, and with the Hardys. She didn't first break in with the Hardys. She first broke in with S.A. Rios. So there's your first mistake. I know, but she... At which point with S.A. Rios, she became known because she did the fucking moonsault that he did. She also did a swanton when she started going with the Hardys. She also did a twist of fate a lot better than she does now. So don't give me that bullshit. She did two moves. She was a lot better than you're giving her credit for. And that's the key. Was... A lot better. She was never a good worker. Wow. She wasn't. She's literally regarded with Trish as two of the best of all time. That's why they're putting her with Becky. As a character? As somebody who created interest within women's wrestling? Yes. Her persona, her character, her work as like the bitchy character with Edge was fantastic. She was great. The time her titty popped out in their <laughs> Lime Sack celebration, it's great. 
But once the women's division elevated around her, you notice she became more of a valet, right? And less of a wrestler. That was like 10 years (laughs) after she debuted, but sure. Okay. Trish debuted roughly the same time, not too far apart. And she was still a wrestler regularly when when she retired. Who were the two people to main event Raw? The two women to main event Raw? The only two women for the longest time was Lita and Trish, right? It was those two, Lita and Trish, right? And you're saying it was all Trish. She carried her through that match, right? Because I've always been under the impression for decades that Lita was a good worker and innovative when she started... In 99 and 2000. But you're telling me now she's a terrible worker. Okay. Uh, again, I, don't know you... I never said the word terrible. Oh, she's not terrible. a good worker. She's not a good worker, right. I don't know that she could be an innovative worker when you just take whoever you're valeting for his moves, but sure. She wasn't doing like a Styles Clash. Dude, I, I, you're, you're, you're <laughs> getting like personally offended at the fact that I'm saying she wasn't. I'm not saying she couldn't wrestle. I'm saying she was not as good as people remember her being. So it's not just me that remembers her being a good worker. A lot of people regard her that way in retrospect, in the same way that people look back at the fucking Attitude Era as as the great time in wrestling history. When you go back and watch it now, you go, oh, this is all fucking DQs and fucking dick jokes. It wasn't really that great. But we all remember it fondly. Because we grew up that way. Lita was the hot chick everybody wanted to bang back then. And she was popular and cute. And everybody liked her. And at the time, because we talk about this all the time when we talk about other women, which you have no problem with. But for some reason with Lita, it's a different situation. When there were very, very little attention on women's wrestling in the company. And very few really good workers. She got high profile spots. And was able to wrestle a lot. So people regard her as one of the best that was there at the time because there weren't a lot of really good workers there at the time. There were a handful of them. She was one of the best of what they had in the same way Natalia was one of the best of what they had during the Divas era. Doesn't mean Natalia was a great worker. There's a really good deep fake that of Lita Tapos <laughs> that I used to download when I was a kid. I wanted so much for it to be real. Uh, right. Was it that it was really good, or was it it just came in slow enough that you were like, yeah, that's enough to get up? It was pretty good, actually. <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, I have seen what the actual picture is, and it's like a blue fucking bikini top on her, so oh, it's yeah. like, well, I, 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 I remember that I, picture. I understand. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it's like... I remember that picture like, almost as much as I remember the Divas in Paradise photo of Trish Stratus with the hose. Yeah, that's right, too. <laughs> Call her and, Victoria. And, uh, Jesus Christ. Uh, Seminal moments in our childhood. Yeah. Oh, that was some seminal fluid. Oh. Sure. <laughs> Knew that joke was coming. So like I I used that word on purpose. Anyway, well, despite debating Lita's uh, regard in the business back in 1999, <laughs> what do we think of her and Becky being tag champs right now? She looks awful in the ring. I just want oh, to point terrible. this out. It was. I agree with that. It was the worst of watching slow motion wrestling, and I was, I felt sorry for Dakota, for how bad Dakota had to make herself look to stay from Lee and try to protect Lita from looking 
worse than she did. Yeah. EO2. Yeah. In fact, they had a couple of miscommunications that just went bad. But on the plus side, Lita did not need three referees to hold her up on the top rope. So there was that. That's true. Plus, when they did the backstage, Io was dry humping one of the cases, and that was great. (laughs) (laughs) It's fair. Yeah. This title reign will last, what, two weeks? And then we'll have something else happen to get this six-woman tag at Mania. See, I don't know if we're doing a six-woman tag. Why would... Because there's literally three people, three members of Damage Control. Why would you introduce Trish if we weren't? Yeah. It's... I, I feel like they might go Trish Bailey one on one. That probably is a dream match for Bailey. And then you think, and then put Becky and Lita see. in the same match we've just seen. No, put them against Ronda and Shayna. Why? Because that's always been the end game. For who? Yeah, like a month. Well, who, we, who, we've been talking about Ronda and Shayna being tag champs, right? Whoever said that Becky and Lita were the end game for them, though? But they're there now, and we were getting awfully close. We got a month, dude. I, you wouldn't want to see Bailey versus Trish one on one. Not at this point. I don't know if I want to see the six woman tag. To be honest, well, six woman tag. Like six woman tag. You can hide Lita a lot better. Yeah. Yeah. And we don't know. Oh, yeah, if, we don't true. know if the uh, we don't know if the tomato of the BLT sandwich can actually still go either because we haven't seen her wrestling forever. Well, this is not that long she, ago she had the match with, with uh, Charlotte. Charlotte. Yeah, she went then. And that was good. Was fine. Yeah. I just remember I, how, you know, that, that last match on Never Wrestling Again match with the Trish had with Charlotte. Yeah. Happens all the time in wrestling. <laughs> Same. This, remember, think, of how, think of how Lita looked in the ring with, with talent like Dakota Kai and, and Eos Kai. And now imagine that with Ronda Rousey. Mm. No, I think I think it's Kai and Sky will win the tag team titles back for the third time, and then they will drop it to Shayna and Ronda at like backlash. Because I, th- I I don't I don't I don't see the tag titles being defended at WrestleMania. Nobody I don't see them leaving Ronda Rousey oh, at WrestleMania. Sorry, but they, I didn't say that. Didn't say that. I just said that. They if they're, they're what are they doing win. with Ronda other than the tag situation right now? That's going to get her on Mania. Right. That's why I thought Ronda and Shayna versus Becky. And, I think Ronda and Shayna are going to fight for the tag titles at WrestleMania. Whether you they're think defending it's be them against Kai and Sky. No, I think they might win them from Lita and Trish thanks to Damage Control, and then defend them against somebody else at WrestleMania. That's possible. But who's high profile enough to put against? Ronda, Natalia, and, Natalia and Liv Morgan. That's who she's fight. Yeah, that's who she's feuding with right now. Liv Morgan has issues with both Ronda and Shayna, and Natalia's feuding with them now. Speaking yeah. of piss break matches. Well, right. I'm not it's saying. I, I think you draw more eyes with Becky and Lita versus Ronda and Shayna than you I don't do think with you Natalia need... and fucking... Uh, this is Ronda <laughs> Rousey we're talking about here. Okay, she but needs she... a mania <laughs> opponent. No, she doesn't. Oh so she's still regarded as one of the biggest stars in in, in the WWE. She's Ronda fucking Rousey. I don't like her. I don't particularly care for her tag team with Shayna, but I, I feel like she's going to get a big match at Mania. I like her tag team with with Shayna. I think it's a good use of both of them. Um, 
But and that way people can stop shitting on it for her going after the normal belt. Right. That said, you just said you're not going to have Ronda on WrestleMania. Yes, you are. You're also going to have Trish and Lita and Becky by doing two separate matches. Yeah. That's why you do two separate matches. I think think it'd be better if you had Trish one-on-one with Bailey. And Lita and, and Becky against Ronda and Shane. That's my opinion. I think it, it's a better it's better booking at that point. But we'll see what they do. <clears throat> I'm not opposed to to seeing how it plays out. But if you put you to me at least, you don't put Ronda and Becky in the same ring together at WrestleMania in a tag match. If they're not going one on one, don't put them in the same match. Anything else from Raw? Yeah. Besides the obviously fake Seth Rollins FaceTime call. Was... <laughs> bye bye, bitch. So bad. So bad. Uh, anything from NXT? Yes. I would like my uh, recognition for calling out Tiffany Stratton as being the next big challenge for. <laughs> Well, you you actually had said that you you didn't think they were going to do that. I thought they'd go to it as quickly as they did, but I did right. say she'd be the end game at some point, and yes. just looks like it's going to be sooner than I thought. Even we had debated them bringing somebody in for Stevens right. liver, but no, yeah, I'm I'm down for for Tiffany Stratton. Can I just say how much I love the? I just had a Tiffany epiphany. I just oh fucking God, for whatever I reason. Gonna, I was going to open the show with that. <laughs> That's just I such a great a heel Tiffany thing. Epiphany. She her heel work is top notch right now. Her ring work yeah. is so much better. Her character is fantastic. This girl, I said it for a long time. This girl's a fucking star. Absolute star. Yeah. Crazy how that you know, she had that rough. What's that? Yeah. So that moon's crazy. Was a bit rough. No. I think Katana was out of position more yeah, than anything. Exactly. But. Well, she hit her. I didn't. She ended up hitting her legs. What can you do? But remember when the IWC was shitting on the fact that WWE was like, we're going to start getting more like uh, gymnasts and things like that instead of independent wrestlers, and now the majority of NXT is like former people who didn't do any independent work but are great, like Sol Rocca and fucking Tiffany Stratton. Yeah, weird, huh? Doesn't that always works? work out that way, though. There are, there no, are, of course not. Sometimes they go with um, athletes from different sports, and they don't they don't transition well in the ring. But Tiffany sure. worked her ass off. And sometimes they sign, sign Sammy Callahan. Yeah. Doesn't that always some... work. Yeah, work on that. <laughs> and occasionally they sign and spend three years telling us how good Gable Steveson's going to be. Yeah, that was not looking good. His brother is better than him. Yes, his How brother is hundred percent. By the way, that was a fantastic segment on this week's episode of NXT because they did you guys catch this at all? I, I caught that. Yep. So they needed a third member to go against Indushear, and they go in the back and they're like, "God damn it, I don't want to do this." And they're like, "Well, he's the only guy we know how to work with." And blah, blah. they end up going up to Damon Kemp and asking him to team with them. And he basically says, oh, we get the band back? No. 
No, not at no, all. You guys suck. And walks away. Never gonna happen. And then Braun Breaker comes up and he's like, "I'll, I'll be your fucking partner." And fucking uh, Brutus is all like, "Yeah, let's go." And Julius is sitting there pissed off, and he's like, "What, what the fuck's the matter with you?" And he's like, "You couldn't have told us that like two minutes earlier and saved me from the most humiliating <laughs> moment of my life." And Breaker's like, "Yeah, but that would have been funny." <laughs> like, <laughs> fucking great, great stuff. That was absolutely great. 100% agree. And it, it kind of goes with what they're doing anyway. They had Jinder fight Breaker, so now Jinder's going to be part of the sixth man, and Breaker's going to be on the other side. Perfect. Um, Speaking of perfect, um, I would like to applaud NXT, because there were many, many different women's segments on NXT this week. There's matches always. and backstage segments and every week, none of it every none of it felt forced no, every, every week. week is like that yeah, every I, week is like that. I, I, I just wanted to point out this week because I was very impressed I was, the, especially uh, with some of the matches the parking lot claimed another victim Yeah. <laughs> oh thank you Triff- Tiffany Stratton by the way for being like newsflash stay out of the park so as we just praised NXT for signing non-wrestlers to deals and developing them and focusing on them every week, I want to point out two fantastic matches that were independent wrestlers who have just come to NXT and taken by storm. Uh, Nathan Frazier and Wesley for the uh, for the oh, North American title was fantastic. Those two worked great together. And of course, and we knew it going in, Tyler Bate versus Carmelo Hayes. God, I want to see that in like a full form, <laughs> like great. premium live event, 30, 45 minute fucking. I just want to see those two go at it in the ring in a big match at some point. Mm-hmm. Um, both those matches were outstanding. And I felt like this is sort of the nice thing. I felt like Carmelo and Tyler left a little bit out there that they can save for the future. They, I, I feel like they didn't give us everything they could have. They gave us a really good match, but they left a little bit out there for the future, too, which I liked. Yeah. Yeah, 100% agree. They were great this week. Um, I was surprised to see Nathan Frazier. I don't know why. Maybe just because I haven't seen him in a few weeks. But um, that match with Wesley was great to open the show. And I even like the notion, because we talk about it all the time, they have these open challenges. I love the idea that you had all these fucking people fighting to be the one that got out there first. It actually made logical sense. Yep. Yeah, I was just going to say that. And technically, it was Dab- they, wasn't it Dabakato who got out there first, but then Apollo yeah, jumped on? Yeah. Oh, yeah, 100%. And it does feel important. It, it's, yeah. it's, they're doing a good job with it. Um, what say. else happened on NXT? I'm trying to think. Yeah. By the way, Electra Lopez has gotten herself into really good shape too. She she's looks better. She's better yeah. than, than. She's got a cool customized Chiron right now. Uh, now. Yeah. yeah. Ring work is still a little bit, but it's getting definitely getting better. She's improving. Mm-hmm. So. And she's got the character work down. Like she plays her character fantastically. So the ring work can catch up with her. And for the first time in the entire time she's been in NXT, I actually gave a shit about Valentina Ferois for five minutes. Mm-hmm. So hopefully <laughs> they can build off that and make it something special. I love when you shit like that, Sal, because it looks like your fucking hair's on fire. Way, but that's okay. <laughs> What's that? She held the brass knucks backwards, but that's yeah. all right. <laughs> it happens. 
Yeah, it does. Uh, and then let's say there's one more thing that I liked from NXT. Uh, this the schism was extra creepy this week, invading Chase U. Yeah. Seems like they're they're trying to get. Uh, um... Andre Chase hasn't dropped an f bomb in weeks, and I'm not happy about it. He did it this week. He did <laughs> he it literally this week. Did it this week. I fucking missed yeah, it. Chase? I'll have to go back. I fucking missed it. Oh, damn it. That yeah, was right after. Uh, no, no right to be as good as he, as he right? is. Right? Yeah. Right. And fucking wrestling in khakis and a sweater? Come on. Yeah. Right. And, and Duke fucking Hudson, who none of us gave a fuck about, <laughs> who's a fucking car dealer, him being in Chase U has been amazing. Yeah. He's so fucking funny in there, and Thea Hale has been great. And yeah. it's it's and it's funny because sometimes he's skeezy, but sometimes yeah. he's sincere. Mm-hmm. Well, and this well, week, you know, him. he apologized to Thea for what he had said the week but before, no, and she's like, "Said about the university, right?" So there's <laughs> they're still doing something with that, at least. Yeah, it seems like that we might be ending his association with Chase U soon, but we'll see. They've teased that a bunch though, and it hasn't happened. That's true. Schism showed up on on screen, and my wife goes, "Is this like a cut rate Wyatt family?" (laughs) Kind of, kind of, a little bit more sanity than Wyatt family, but yeah, still cut rate. Oh, that reminds me. There was a rumor going around on the on the internet last week that people could hear Eric Young's voice during the uh, Firefly Funhouse. I mean, okay, okay. Eric Eric Young coming to join Bray's cult. That's something. Keep in mind, they, remember the Alistair Black tees when they were yes, doing the Follow yes, the Bunny. Yes, like they throw that. people into that shit just to. Didn't they do the draw the, suspicion? Xavier, Xavier Woods did the hacker voice one week too. Yeah. Oh yeah. fuck! Yeah. I do that shit all the time. And AEW is now fully stealing the GTV gimmick and doing QTV. So. You know, really. Oh yeah. Oh, of course they are. They steal everything. Yeah. Is it, Q, is it QT? Is it QT Marshall? Probably. Probably where it's going to go. They literally had the exact same storyline running concurrently with each other with fucking Jericho and MJF. Oh yeah. Both yeah, doing. Fight your way to get there. Concurrently. Yeah. Any. Anything else on NXT before we? Yep. Couple more things. Uh, Gigi Dolan's promo I thought was really Very good. Very good. Uh, for her first time by herself. It. Yep, yep, thought she did a nice job. Um, I like that they sort of, she sort of buried the whole toxic attraction thing, finally said, you know, we're never going to hear that music again, yeah. which, of course, I'm sure at some point we will when Mandy Rose comes back after she's done making money on the internet. Um, but I thought she did a really nice job in her first promo, and I'm actually excited to see the match. I think they're rushing it. I wouldn't do it this quickly, but, you know, we'll see. I'm sure it'll be entertaining, at least. Yeah. Um, and don't be surprised if you see someone come out and help JC and have her form her own new little uh, group or association, I guess yeah. would be the better. Manufacturer. Right. Um, and lastly, we are getting closer and closer to it feeling like we are, in fact, getting Shawn Michaels and Grayson Waller. <laughs> Something like that, but we'll find out at Roadblock when Shawn Michaels... <laughs> It's going to be on the Grayson Waller effect. And unlike what you guys talked about last week, I'm here for it. As probably the biggest Shawn Michaels fan on the network, I agree with what you said, Sal, that that last match he had was not how you want to remember Shawn Michaels, and I think that's exactly why he should come back and do this match. So that he can go out, 
putting over a young guy, not an old guy who doesn't need it, helping a guy get a career-making win, and going out with a much better in-ring performance than he than he's currently remembered as going out on. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and I, don't even sit there and try to tell me that Shawn Michaels, even at this age, isn't capable of pulling off a great match with Grayson Waller. I'm sure he is. Um, I will. I will say if they, if they make it official, I will be excited for it. I, I, I'm kind of like hesitant to even think of that way because I'm like, you know, how many times Shawn Michaels was supposed to come back and have a was supposed to fight AJ Styles? He was supposed still to pissed fight. we never got the AJ match. I, that's why. Like this, Daniel this Bryan obviously was. seems Daniel Bryan. This obviously seems like we're going to Grayson Waller and Shawn Michaels, but until it's. Uh, it's signed on the dotted line. I'll, I guess I'll believe it when I see it. Huh. I The only reason I think so is because he's not going after NXT, where you could say if Shawn Michaels come out and say, okay, well, to defend NXT, here's our newest guy or whatever. Here's like as somebody as a – he's specifically, directly, and personally going at Shawn Michaels. Mm-hmm. To the point of talking about, you know, do I need to wear sequins and like literally going after Sean's old gimmicks to make the point. So mm-hmm. I'd be disappointed at this point, given how they've painted it, if it's not Sean. Sure. Yeah. All right. Definitely looking forward to uh, to Roadblock for that. For, for Roadblock's that got show. a couple of good matches. I know it's a, it's a tv show so we're not predicting it but um i'm looking forward to roadblock it, it should be kind of fun mm-hmm. yeah, roadhead will be great <laughs> except for in this year um well, yeah it'll be it'll be um a slug you know a brawl big big meaty man slapping me it's fine so troy what was your favorite part of this week's episode of AEW Dynamite, and why was it the face of the Revolution ladder match? <laughs> <laughs> so many things wrong with that fucking ladder match. Um, <laughs> All right, so uh, it's the Riho match that was your favorite. Yeah. Uh, Commander standing there, everyone waiting outside for fucking 20 minutes while he set up to run the ropes. Literally nobody in the ring, he could go for the fucking Sonic ring. And instead he's just like, nope, I'm going to run the ropes and fucking try to kill myself. Um, then he gets his fucking spine broken later in the match by uh, Take a Shit. Yeah, Sammy <laughs> Guevara fucking gets dropped on his on his dome piece. Like, But then obviously Will Hobbs breaks the fucking ladder. And instead of, oh, I don't know, grabbing the ladder that's right propped up next to the ring there, he proceeds to have the refs come and hold it for him. That was actually the second time in the match the refs held the ladder for somebody. And the amazing production crew was just like, that's fine, we'll get shown. We'll keep showing We can show the refs. We can show the refs holding the ladder. It's fine. We'll keep showing them. But I don't think the ladder was broken because they had just done a spot on the same ladder with two other guys that didn't require the refs holding it. It was no, warped. It, you could tell it was. It, it was. was it was warped. Up. But they literally yeah. just did a spot with Takeshita yeah. and somebody else. I forget who it was. Even well, Taz he, was like, "Go get another ladder, dude. What are yeah. you doing?" Yeah. And then there's nothing better than a guy the size of Will Hobbs standing on top of the ladder, realizing, "Oh shit, much too late." That now that I'm here, I can't exactly get down. And they don't yeah. go to commercial. 
And they don't go to commercial. The only time in the history of AEW they let anything breathe is the one time they shouldn't have. When he's like, I don't know what to do. I stood on the very top. On the plus side, that probably is a cock ring for Powerhouse Hobbs. So, Well, now he gets to go and lose. So Powerhouse Hobbs advances to the Marble Garden Zone. Yeah. (laughs) And nobody ever wins. The person who wins this match never wins the TV title anyway, so what fucking difference does it make? Right. Right. Mm -hmm. So he's going to just lose to Wardle. Or to Joey Samoe. <laughs> well, and, and yeah. the funniest part is, so the same three guys who were in the mix for this title at the triple threat at the last pay-per-view are oh, the still same the same three guys in the mix for the title now. Yep. So what's changed? And how did we get here? With none. Booker of the year. With, with absolutely no logical storytelling whatsoever. Hey, listen, he lost the title to Darby Allen in his hometown and then got Speaking it back. of which, do you guys want to make a prop bet that Darby gets added to this card somehow, even though he has no fucking feud going on? Oh, 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 I meant to fucking bring this up. How many of us, and I know I'm not the fucking only one, that watched Gigi Dolan's promo and said, that's not the first time I've been kicked in the face. How many of you thought of Darby Allen in that moment? By someone nice. I trusted. Right? I don't know, but- I don't know, but I think I think we all just saw Jason's O face. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Give it a few minutes. You might. Yeah, I oh. thought of Darby when she said that. That was so bad. <laughs> I mean my mother. Like yeah, yeah, sure. Okay, yeah. Yeah, your mother. Mm-hmm. Like my mother. And right. we're all like, that's not who you would talk. <laughs> yeah. Oh God. Anyway, um, uh Big Bill and Orange Cassidy had a banger, right, Troy? AEW, for whatever reason, just does not want to book big, strong dudes good. Like, he is he is so against having these big monster guys be anything. I can't ever fucking take Big Bitch seriously anymore. He fucking lost pockets. Like, I was, I was going to say... You, you look like a fucking doofus that you got Superman punched by a kid that's like 175 pounds three times and did the wobbly dance for two after two of them yeah like he's done you know like will hobbs was fucking gone for a couple of months because again he's a he's a big it's like i get that tony loves his flippy shit but it's like he just cannot like miro is just gone he's never like, fucking coming back maybe maybe i'm Can a little I? old-fashioned maybe i'm a little wwe trained but a guy like Big Bill, the guy the size of Big Bill, should not be getting pinned by a guy like Orange Cassidy. Not nah. like like, yeah, I don't subscribe to that, but but there's got to be some type of like reason name. for it, right? Like, but here's okay. So here's every time anyone I, of you says Big Bill, I fucking laugh because it's such yeah. a stupid fucking name. I know. <laughs> I think of asking for fifties and I go to the bank. Um, <laughs> so. My problem here was I thought these two were actually having an enjoyable match. I was actually enjoying what they were doing. And then they're having this physical match. They're beating the shit out of each other. It's brutal. It's, And then we just had to get the fucking pocket spot in. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, way to fucking take me out of the match, guys. Way to fucking ruin it. Because you had to get the, the the spot for the lols in there and just fuck with everything that was legitimate going on in the match. 
This is what last week with uh, pockets in Wheel of Yuta. Yeah, they did the same thing. Similar, yeah. Enjoying parts of the match until they had to put the comedy in there. Yeah, every fucking time. But wait, but wait, that's not it. Because Orange Cassidy came back and had a second match. Oh my fucking god! Is he still the? He's still the All Atlantic champion. Yes. So but for no reason whatsoever, in a company where they have more tag teams than they need to, Orange Cassidy and Danhausen won the fucking battle royal to to be in the match at the pay per view, in the tag title match at the pay per view. And and who did they beat? Well, they sure as shit beat two ROH champions in the match because the ROH titles are so fucking shit upon that the world champion would rather be in a battle royal for the chance of winning a tag team belt in AEW than do anything with his fucking world championship. The world champion and the pure champion were a tag team in this battle royale. Yep. And lost. Why were they in the fucking match in the first place? Because you guys have titles already. Mm -hmm. Why is it... Well, so does Orange Cassidy. Well, Orange Cassidy, at least I understand because... Fuck it. At least you're in AEW, and you you still won the fucking match. Yeah. What a way to just shit on the fucking championships. Orange Cassidy, by the way, so after he has his match with, with Big Bill... <laughs> you didn't laugh at him. You said you laugh every time someone says it. And he said it, and you didn't laugh. He, uh, Sorry, I was yawning. It's he's backstage. Dan Housen's begging him to be in this battle royal... And Orange Cassidy says, I don't fucking care. <laughs> way I'll to do, put over the fucking tag titles. Amazing. I'll do you one better. In a company that boasts the best tag team division in the world, they've got a four tag team match. Two of those tag teams are singles guys. Yep. yep. How many of their champions have been singles guys? Omega and Page. Um... Swerve and a glory, yeah. Glory, yep. I mean, it's just it's constantly singles guys that they put together in tag in Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus. Yep. Yeah. You know, it's I mean, not. Tag, I mean, the acclaimed too. Yeah, they I mean, the acclaimed have been a pretty much a tag team their entire time in AEW, and I guess you could say Jungle Express for this for their time in AEW were mostly a tag team too. Sure, yeah. I'll even give you that pass, but. First off, yeah, I mean, we've talked about it. The Guns being in the top spot of the best tag team division in the world is a joke on its face. Then you add Jeff Jarrett and fucking Jay Lethal, who are probably going to win this fucking match, because how many shots have they had at the title and not won them? And they're going to put them in there again. There's got to be a reason they're putting them back in there instead of somebody else. You had the Lucha Bros. You had the Kingdom. You had... Oh, my God. That's what pissed me off more than anything is they were legit tag teams in this match. Good tag teams. And who were the last survivors? The Butcher and the Blade. Right. Oh, by the way, even if Cock does have armpits tickled to get who, who, when they came out, they said the most the most dominant tag team in battle royals in AEW history. I'm sitting there, they haven't won a single one. Right. What are we talking about? Um. Even if Pac is having these issues, I, I don't get the Lucha Brothers booking after after the trio's uh, best of seven. Well, now what they're the feuding with uh, 
Josh Woods and um, what's his fucking name? The other guy that's with Tony uh, Nese. Yes, Tony Nese. Why? And, why aren't Why aren't they feuding with like Roosh and even even Roosh and um? Preston Vance, I'd what, rather they're see. Mexican guys? They all got to fight each other? That's some racist no, because, shit, dude. No, because... Rich but it's okay because you're Mexican? Yeah. Come on. Fucking asshole. <laughs> Look, I, I'm, I'd rather see... Uh, <laughs> really? Go on. <laughs> no, <not> <laughs> Go for some nachos. <laughs> There's only, said, been like, 10, uh, there's only been is... 10 tag team title reigns in AEW. 10? Yeah. yeah. And half of them are broken up now. I was going to say, are half of them even real teams? Well, yeah, well, SCU, of course. That which are broken up. Page and Omega. Yeah. FTR. Out of the company. The Bucks. The Bucks. Lucha Bucks. Brothers. <laughs> Jurassic Express. Broken up. Back to the Bucks. Swerve in our glory. Broken acclaimed up. the guns. So they acclaimed the guns in the Bucks. That's about it. All that's left. FTR, I guess. Again, not in the company anymore. You say not in the company. They're on the signature at the top of the show. Every it doesn't matter. Week. They 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 already bitched about the fact that they didn't get their shout out from the AW Twitter because they sure, they want sure they want a PWI award for the next for the rest of the year. No, all these. Uh, no, their, con- their <laughs> nope. Their contract is done in April. April. Yep. So yeah, they are done. Tony. Yeah, but now that Vince is back in power. charge of creative, they're not going back to WWE. Right. So they're going to be Impact. I was going to say New Japan, but I mean, y'all shit on Impact and they don't watch the show. No, 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 no. I wasn't me shitting on them. Impact is great. By the way, other than Johnny Swinger. Yeah, um, Daddy. Kenny Omega openly shitting on <laughs> AEW when they had a little video on Twitter for uh, Mercedes Monet meeting Kenny Omega, and he he says in that little piece he's like, yeah, my heart's always been in Japan too. Yeah, and I'm like, see, you don't even want to be in AEW anymore. On the plus yeah. side, Lance Archer was back on Rampage. I thought yeah. you were going to say back in New Japan. I was going to be like, good, yeah. they probably treat him better over there. <laughs> and he was with Jake the Snake. The same week WWE is promoting Jake the Snake's biography on A&E. I love it. He's just like, I'm just playing both sides, baby. <laughs> hey, who's to uh, say Kenny doesn't go back to New Japan? Probably will. The whole reason why Kenny and the Bucks didn't want to sign with WWE is because they claimed that they, WWE wouldn't like keep their characters strong. And then AEW turned around and completely destroyed their characters. So uh-huh. <laughs> that worked out well. As long as, if, if he goes to WWE, as long as he doesn't bring fucking they have Don Callis with him. Don Callis. Oh, I say the Bucks. Yeah. Oh, Don Callis is absolutely latching on for that payday. What are you kidding me? <laughs> Kenny, <laughs> come like on, Kenny! The most true thing ever uttered on AEW TV is Don Callis is a carny piece of shit. Um, <laughs> um, I'm going to say something I didn't expect to hear myself say. I actually enjoyed watching Hook perform this week. Not because I think he had a great match with Matt Hardy, but because it was the first time I felt like a Hook match was put together in a way it should be, which is he didn't look 
invulnerable. He didn't look like Goldberg. He looked like a young guy. Hardy was taking advantage of his youth and inexperience. He would he beat Hardy on athleticism and speed and youth. And I thought he looked for the first time like a kid who's got a good future in the business. And not just somebody who's being put over because of who his dad was. Despite any recency bias that we may have, I would assume that that's probably the result of Matt Hardy more than anything, right? Like, Matt Hardy probably took the time to pull him aside and be like, let's do this, let's, like, you know what I mean? Maybe. Because Matt's not an idiot. He knows how to fucking work a match. But this wasn't a case of the guy facing... The guy from Bear Country and fucking no selling a power bomb from right, that guy or exactly. whatever pile driver whatever the fuck it was. Um, this was a case of a well worked match between you know a guy who knows how to work a match and a guy who's learning and they told a story with the way they worked that match and it was it was impressive. I, it was it was my favorite performance by Hook so far. Okay. I'm, I can, I'm with that. I'm trying to be positive here tonight with AEW. We've spent so much time shitting on the company, I'm going to try to be positive tonight. Well, I, I will I will take your cue, and I want to talk about the the ending segment with Daniel Bryan. Now, the last, oh, I can't be censored, the last censored sentence aside, <sighs> I thought this was the first time that DB showed some of that WrestleMania 30 passion. Who's Where that? He, Brian Danielson. I thought this was the first time. This is what Daniel Bryan should be. I'm sorry, Brian Danielson. This is what he should be. This is what uh, he always he did should the be. same fuck. He did the same fucking spiel he did when he fought Jericho for the Ring of Honor title. Uh, this is the Ring of Honor title, though. But it's the same fucking thing. I'm here because I love professional wrestling, and Ring of Honor is all about professional wrestling. And but it's the same fucking shit he's done a bunch of times, dude. I don't know. My I biggest like issue, my issue with this segment was the fact that MJF isn't great in the ring. The one thing he does fucking well is talk, and the first time you have these two really face-to-face, the opportunity to put them face-to-face in a ring together, you didn't have MJF fucking say anything. I know he talked a lot of shit last week, but he didn't have to back it up. He didn't have to defend himself. Bryanson just cut him down right before the fucking pay-per-view, and he said nothing. And that's that's the image you go to the pay-per-view on. MJF's a bitch. Okay, great. Why am I buying a pay-per-view? You've already told me the guy can't wrestle for 60 minutes. He can't possibly do it. And now you're telling me he's a bitch. So why am I watching this guy? Why am I showing off 50 bucks to watch this guy wrestle in a pay-per-view main event? Because Booker of the Year. Speaking of Bookers of the Year, how fucking awesome is it that we're watching a promo where John Moxley's literally like hemorrhaging blood onto the floor, and I'm completely desensitized to it because it's just another Moxley thing. Uh, speaking of which, I'm actually concerned for those two going into that match. Oh yeah, someone someone could die. Someone's gonna someone's gonna need a blood transfusion, and in, yeah. in a Texas Death Match, it well maybe Evil Uno's still fucking leaking from two weeks ago. I don't know. I, I don't. I don't know what else these two can do to each other. I enjoyed their first match. I thought they brought it. Not even their first match. Not during the tournament. I'm talking about the the match they had a few weeks ago. Um, it was good. It was hard hitting. It, it opened dynamite. I thought it was fine. This. I don't know where they're going with this on on 
on the pay-per-view, and I'm, I'm scared to watch it, to be honest, because I, I don't want to see these guys mutilate each other with fucking barbed wire and, and fire and God knows what else, but I guarantee you that's what's going to happen. Hell, we might even get a Cracker Barrel somewhere. Yeah, maybe. Uh, that's all I have for AEW, unless anybody else has anything. Um, well, supposedly, a uh, fight eventually will be out by the end of the month, right, Troy? Yeah, that's what it's on. Does it get a release date, like an actual date? It has a release date at 3.31. Okay. Hmm. Now, I'm not going to do this, but can you reserve a copy for that? Uh, I believe so. I believe you, you've been able to pre-order it for the for a while now. Okay. It's just that it was comes with the like, extra large Molotov cocktail. Yes. But <laughs> uh, speaking of video games, uh, we briefly mentioned it earlier. They uh, 2K uh, 23, WTK 23 is coming out in <sighs> about two weeks at this point. Uh, actually, exactly two weeks. I think is the official release date. The 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 ratings came out this week for the for the superstars. Um, unsurprisingly, uh, your tribal chief, the, with his almost thousand day title reign, is uh, is is the, the the highest ranked individual in the game. Uh, surprisingly, uh, f- for the first time ever, someone in a WWE game is ranked ninety nine. Roman it, Reigns. That's Roman. Okay. Roman Reigns is an overall 99 in WWE 2K23. I was literally going to ask you, is he 99 or 100? Because I can see them going with 100, and I can see that it being justified. <laughs> well, Who else is actually higher than 100? Yeah. yeah, Jay. Jay's higher than Jimmy, isn't he? Yeah. I've actually looked. Well, Jay is main event. Jay Uso. Main event. Yeah. Jay Uso. That's right. <laughs> And Andy Hardwell did everyone a favor and said that she can't wait to play with herself. Nice. Hey. Hey. Why uh, do you you have the segue to say it? Speaking <laughs> of playing games. Hey. All right. Okay. So you're going to buzz in with your name. I will do my best to figure out which one of you said it first. But it is time to play some Jeopardy. All right. I believe I believe you mean Jeopardy. Jeopardy. I was going to say Jeopardy. <laughs> Legally distinct. So, boys, you played Jeopardy before. Here are today's categories. They are. The Bleeding Heart of AEW, questions about John Moxley. Making and Being Green, questions about Jade Cargo. My pussy is sore. Questions about the Young Bucks. <laughs> Dropping Balls, questions about Miro. And The Doctor Will Cheat on You Now, questions about Britt Baker. And finally, Where Did That Guy Go? Questions about Bad Booking. Although I feel so, I'm at a disadvantage facing the two guys who did AEW Rundown for two years, but go ahead. All right, so we're going to start with uh, Adam. You can see the board, right? Yeah, I figured we'd start with Jason since Jason's the defending champ, but I'll start, sure. Uh, I think I will take... Uh, where did that guy go for 100? All right. 
Not seen since September 4th, 2022. This guy teamed with Darby and Sting to take on the House of Black. I guess I'll have to start the timer then. (laughs) All right. Miro. Oh. Oh. I was going to guess that, I just, but I didn't want to lose points immediately. That's okay. Uh, Adam. My pussy is sore for me. Lecox <laughs> <laughs> first won the AW Tag Belts by beating this tag team of the year. Sal. Sal. FTR. Yeah. All right. All right. Let's uh, let's keep it going. My pussy is sore for two hundred. <laughs> so happy you guys get to keep saying that. <laughs> the Cox won the IWGP Tag Titles against these two guys. Um, Which time? Sal. The first. The Kingdom. Incorrect. Jason, did you hit one to bring in on that one? It's mm-hmm. the first time they won them. Oh? Uh, I don't remember. It would be Evil and Sonata. Sal, so the board's still yours. Uh, let's go with the Bleeding Heart of AEW for 100, please. All right. This guy faced Moxley in his first match after leaving WWE, a gushy match at New Japan Pro Wrestling. Wait, so uh, one more time, sorry. What was you need me to read the question again? Yes, please. This guy faced Moxley in his first match after leaving WWE. After Moxley left WWE. A match at New Japan Pro Wrestling. Sal. Sal. Oh, all right, go. Choose Robinson? Yeah. Yeah. All right, let's go with uh, Bleeding Heart for 200. Black. Hold on a second. Dude, my Skype is all go. fucked up now. Okay. All right, I guess I'll <clears throat> start the timer then. <laughs> this future endeavored lad faced Moxie in his first ever AEW match. Oh, God. Uh, no. That would be... Joey Janela. Oh. Oops. Please remember that this is a game that you buzz in, so going uh, 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 while you're thinking of it isn't helpful. My bad. <laughs> it's okay. So, board's still yours. Uh, my pussy is sore 300. <laughs> the Buttfuckers have held the BWG tag titles longer than most have been alive. Who did they first beat for the belts? Sal. Sal. SCU. Incorrect. That would have been my guess. So, was the question one more time? The Buttfuckers have held the PWG tag titles longer than most have been alive. Who did they first beat for the belts? Uh, 
The Age of the Fall, Jimmy Jacobs and Tyler Black. That's how we So, let's go with dropping balls for 100. All right. Pac beat Miro, Malachi Black, and this guy for the All-Atlantic title at Forbidden Horror. That would be Clark Connors. Uh, Did I make these too hard? No. Dude, I it, honestly, like, my Skype being fucked up, I'm trying to watch it on uh, Twitch, but it's got, it, the timing's off, so I'm reading, like, this guy faced Moxley in his first match after leaving WWE. <laughs> it's like, I'm all distracted by this shit. This is fucking with me. So I'm sorry, man. That, no, it's all right. It's cool. Who the your fault. is Clark Connors? He, he was, was the guy the, from New Japan. Yeah. Yeah, he was like a cowboy gimmick, but I don't know, it was weird. Anyway, uh, let's go with where did that guy go for 200? All right, not seen since September 4th, 2022. This guy and others lost to a faceless man. I know I started you. Oh, I know. Okay, we're talking about All Out. Oh, we're talking about that stupid ladder match. Uh... Nah, I don't remember. That would be Andrade. Oof. Oof. Sorry. Let's go. Where did that guy go for 300? All right. This fucktard has not had a TV (laughs) since May 4th, 2021, when he tagged with QT Marshall to face Cody Rhodes. Sal. Atmore. Sal. Who is Anthony Agogo? Is it? Yes. Congratulations on getting back to zero. Uh, <laughs> I'm not answering anything, and I'm pretty much coming out ahead by not doing. <laughs> yeah. I mean, right, everyone's wait. back at zero, so. All right. Where did that guy go? Four hundred. Sorry, the host uh, pussy was very dry. All right. <clears throat> Despite having great tits and getting into better shape, she hasn't been on AWTV since October 27th, Jason. 2021, where she lost to Britt Baker in a trick or street fight or a trick or street fight. Yeah, Jason, Jason. Yes. Abaddon. Yeah. See, I was following the rules and waiting until you finished reading the question. But... <laughs> All right, Jason, board. Uh, hold on, wait for it to clear back on the Twitch stream, and I'll tell you. Well, we have a 20-minute break. <laughs> uh, um, somebody just pick something for I don't Just pick one. I don't care. I don't hold everything up. How about making right. and being green for 100? All right. These are questions about Jade Cargill. Who survived against Jade when she first won the Hose title? Jason. Ruby Riot? Ruby Soho, sorry. I'll take it. Uh, let's right. go 200. Jade has one L on her record. The Casino Battle Royale in 2021. Who won that match? Mm-hmm. Kind of sad. Oof. It was Ruby Soho. Oh. Oh, that's right. That was the whole debut. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Go ahead. All right. Uh, 300. 
Jade and Arena Blackchick faced off against Willow Nightingale and this woman on the Jericho Cruise. Sal. Sal. Who is Red Velvet? Adam. Adam. Who is Ruby Soho? (laughs) (laughs) All right, that's it. That was that was that was it. Uh, it's a rule. Of, it's a rule of threes. It was. It was funny the third time. <laughs> Adam, go ahead. The doctor will cheat on you now for one hundred. <laughs> Britt lost her title to this person, who would be good at stopping a flood. What? <laughs> it was. Who did Britt lose her title to? Is this a dyke joke? Oh, uh, Jason. No. Thunder Rosa. Yes. No, it's a sandbagging joke. Uh, <laughs> okay. Doesn't land as well when you have to explain it. Jason, go ahead. Uh, let's go to the Doctor 200. Despite losing both of her title shots to Riho, Britt eventually beat this chick for the belt. Sal. Sal. Who is Harakushita? <laughs> Exactly what I wrote to Rakushita. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Uh, uh, Alright, the doctor will cheat on you now for 300. Okay. Baker teamed with Riho in her first AEW loss against B. Priestley and this chick. Sal. Oh. Sal? Emmy, so- Emmy Sakura. Oh. <laughs> There's a lot of noises there. There we go. Anybody else care to jump in? I knew in? the B Priestley half. I was like, uh, I don't know. I made this one a little bit more difficult. Shoko Nakajima. Yeah, this I wasn't in that. Uh, Sal, I think you saw the board, right? Uh, yes, the Dark Rule Chino, you're now for 400. Should be the. <laughs> I forgot I wrote that. Beat Awesome Kong, Nyla Rose, and this chick in her AEW debut. Nyla Rose, Awesome Kong. Oh, uh, it's Jason. Oh. Sal, I heard you first. Who is. B. Priestley? <sighs> Jason, did you want to hop in now? I think I know it, but I'm not positive. So I'm not gonna I'm not gonna venture it. It'll be Kylie Ray. I was wrong, see? Oh, okay. I remember the match now that you said that. But. Who did Mocap for two K twenty three? Yeah. And joked oh, on yeah. Twitter about joked jokingly apologized to Quarter Jade on Twitter because she's not a good skateboarder. Yep. <laughs> Let's finish off the category. The doctor will cheat on you now for five hundred. Britt lost to this woman on a random NXT episode in 2018. That would be Shayna Baszler. Oh, the more you know. I, you know, I had to make the $500 ones a little bit more difficult. No, that's fine. All right, let's Let's go with dropping balls for 200. Dropping balls. This game changer was once in a match where he won this guy's new car. Oh, 
Where he won this guy's... What? Is there a picture of somebody? No. The answer is the guy's car that he won. That Mira beat and won. The match stipulation was... Was match it Trent? This guy's uh, car. Was it Trent? Or no, Trent's it was, moms uh, or something? No, it was... Oh, uh, Jason. It was... It was um, uh, El Fuego. <laughs> Fuego del Sol. Or whatever the fuck his name is. I've... El Fuego. <laughs> El Fuego. <laughs> oh, that was great. I literally forgot Jason. what we were doing. It was just like, no, it was that guy. It was... <laughs> I could I picture him in my fucking thing. head and I couldn't, uh, the name was totally fucking escaping me uh, Jason. same category, next question for 300 who kicked the monkey shit out of Miro to end his TNT title reign Sal Sal, go ahead Darby Allen. Sal, I'm just gonna say it uh, you might need to get some of these right after a while <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm very, very bad, and we used to cover this shit. That shows how memorable it was. Uh, Jason? Jason. Was it Sammy Guevara? It was indeed Samantha Guevara. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jason, it's funny because the screen says Samantha Guevara. Uh, I'm sure I'll get Jason. to that in about 20 minutes. Uh, <laughs> same category, next number. For 400, Miro tagged with Kip Sabian to lose to the best friends in this gimmick match. Adam. Adam. I believe it was called Arcade Anarchy. All right, Adam. Ah, fuck it. Let's finish off. Where did that guy go? All right, for 500. Gone since March 30th, 2022. This guy had an insane match against Austin Green. That'd be Paul White. Uh, <laughs> uh, Adam, go ahead. Uh, Bleeding Heart 300. For 300. After beating some cunt for the title, Moxley faced this dipshit in his first title defense. Jake Hager. Oh, that's right. That was the empty arena match. Yeah, it was his first title defense. Adam. Leading hard 400. 400. The IWGP US title was finally defended on AWTV against a Japanese worker, this guy. Jason. Jason. It was uh, Kenta. That's incorrect. This is the defense. Sal. Sal. Minoru oh, Suzuki. <laughs> Adam? You can just reveal it. Yuji Nagata. Didn't he face Kenta and defend it against Kenta on Dynamite at one point? Yeah, his second time. Oh, alright. So I was... Yeah, alright, alright, good. I mean, you're not entirely incorrect, but the question was the first title <laughs> <Okay>. offense. <laughs> 500. Coxley eventually lost his GCW title to a bank robber, but who did he beat for the title? 
Jason. Jason. Was that Matt Cardona? That was Matt Cardona. All right. Jason, what we have left is the $400-$500 question for making and being green, and my pussy is sore, and we have the $500 question left for dropping balls. Uh, let's go with the $400 for being making being green, whatever. Jade has worked more tag matches than you would think. Who has she teamed with the most? That's one of three people. <laughs> it's kind of sad to say that, but yes. Uh, Jason. Layla Gray. Oh, oh, sorry, you ran out of time. <laughs> That's right, that wasn't what I was going to say anyway, so... Alright, let's finish that category then. Alright. Who did Jade face in her first singles match? Oh. (laughs) I guess I didn't get it in before the buzzer, it's fine. I'm sorry, Sal. Go ahead. Oh, no, no. Time ran out. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm not going to count this, but who were you going to say? Um, I was going to say Serena Deeb. Okay, good. Because it's Danny Jordan. <laughs> oh, oh, Jesus. Yeah, I was going to guess something. I'm like, it's a $500 question. It's going to be somebody completely obscure. <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, what's left? Sorry. Uh, 500 for dropping balls, 400 and 500 for my pussyosaur. Dropping balls. Who beat Miro in his final singles match before he spent six years filming a five-minute scene in a movie? Sal. Sal. Darby. Oh, my God, Sal. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so bad at this game. (laughs) Fucking AEW. Anybody else care to guess who beat Miro in his final singles match before he went on hiatus? That would be Brian Dennison. Oh, that's right. That was the uh, finals of the tournament then. Yep. All right. I'm I'm assuming you're going to go with 400 for my pussy, sir? Sure. I like the I like that you're saying that as all one word like it's a fucking dinosaur. Oh yeah, it's a the, the great uh, my pussyosaur. <laughs> nice. Who did the fox beat in the first AEW pay per view? <laughs> sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't. It's kind of annoying. That'd be the Lucha Boys. Oh, no, it was not. Okay. Oh, that's right. That was the Escalera Del Muerte. Mm-hmm. All right, so final final question for 500. To pretend AEW wasn't just about their egos, the Bucks lost in the first round of the tag tournament to this team. Jason. Jason got it in a little quicker. Who is Private Party? No, he didn't. Huh? Who was Private Party yet? Yeah. All right. That takes us to Final Jeopardy. So what I'm going to do is each one You're of you are going to... You're going to me $1,000, aren't you? No. No. Sal's out. Can you the run through the scores? Because right I can't see him. 
Jason, there, there's no scores on the screen. Oh, okay. uh, Jason has 17, or sorry, 1,700, and Adam has 700, and Sal has negative 1,700. <laughs> so Sal's not going to be able to participate in this, but Jason and Adam will be able to. So I want you to take your phones right now. You got your phones on, right? On your right? Yeah. And I'm, you're going to need to type in the answer, and it's just going to be a number. And it's not going to be whoever is quicker or whoever is not. It's going to be whoever is dead on. So, wanna, final check. Wa- the wager first, or you you give your wager after you see the question. Correct. You watch this a lot, right? No, they show you, you the give, question, then you do the... you give the category, then the wager, then the question. There's a category. I don't know. There's a category. <laughs> I don't have yeah. a category. Well, whatever. Adam, what do you wage? It's a secret. Oh. Well, text it. Okay. To, well, yeah, you do. You have to text it to Troy. Don't yeah. Go, yeah. go ahead and go ahead and type that shit in there too. Then whatever your wagers are. Okay. And then tell me when you're ready, and we will do Final Jeopardy. Troy, can I send you an answer just for shits and giggles? Sure, man. Go ahead. All right. <laughs> Everyone got their wager typed up? Yep. Jason? Yep. Alright, Final Jeopardy. It is. How many days did Sammy Guevara reign as interim TNT champion? Oh, I'm supposed to start a timer on it. <laughs> now we're going to get kicked off Twitch for sure. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. Keep going. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> That's going to keep going. Almost out of time. And... Dunsky. Okay. Uh, Jason, because you were in the lead. You, really? <laughs> <laughs> Jason, you wagered zero because you can't catch me and I can maths. <laughs> Which the answer was 18 days. Jason, you said nine days, you lose. Zero. I actually said 90 days, but yeah. 90 days, sorry. <laughs> uh, Adam, your wager was zero dollars. <laughs> <laughs> you and can maths, too. Was, yeah, your answer was 34. Sal, you wagered all of your negative money, and <laughs> your answer was 47. So your winner, and still champion, Jason. I couldn't even see the fucking game. That's the one. <laughs> Yay. Yay. That was fun. All right. Lastly this week. Predictions. AEW Revolution predictions. So go ahead and point your browser window at rundownwrestling.com. Right Can you guys see me in the screen? Yeah. 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 I, only, I don't see myself. I just get a picture of myself. Weird. You might want to get that fixed. <laughs> I was fine till you did this board, and now I'm all fucked up. 
Anyway, go to rundownwrestling.com and uh, scroll down below the uh, post that has this episode on it, and you'll see the uh, Revolution poster on there. Uh, all those glorious, seemingly low-res faces. Uh, enter in your name, and we'll go from there. Uh, first up on the list here, the AEW World Trios Championship, the team of Ratings Poison, Kenny Osmegma, Matt and Nick Dixon versus the Knights of the House of Off-White, Mariachi Black, Brody Queen, and Buddy! <laughs> I like those better when I don't have to read them. <laughs> Troy, who do you got? Oh, it's definitely Ratings Poison. Sal, who do you got? Kenny Oshmegma and his two buddies. Jason? It's funny that anybody thinks they're going to do anything with the House of Black. It's the fucking elite. <laughs> of course it is. Uh, the AEW Women's Regional Championship three-way. Jamie Hayter's wonderful ass defending against Sriracha. <laughs> and Ruby Sonatovo. <laughs> That's Sonatova. <laughs> oh. Well, why'd I you put an O just... at the end, then? <laughs> Who is Because her name is Ruby Soho. <laughs> Yeah, but Sriracha is Soraya. Oh, okay. Uh, Sal, who you got? I can see them totally putting the title on Soraya, so I'm going with her. Jason? Okay, we didn't mention it during the show. What the fuck is Soraya getting a title shot? I don't know, what? but she looked damn good in those pants. I will say that. <laughs> Not her buddy. <laughs> All, all she does is fucking flip people off and for no fucking ugh, god damn it um i agree with sal that they could very well see them putting the title on her um i'm gonna go with jamie hater because i still think the money is in her versus Britt baker somewhere Troy, there's no fucking way that ruby's winning this uh i'm gonna go with with hater uh no you know what here's what here's what i'm gonna do here's what i'm gonna do right I'm going to pick what I think is the absolute worst booking decisions, and I see if I can get any of them right, and that just means that Booker of the Year is terrible. So I'm going to go with uh, Sriracha. Wouldn't Ruby Soho be the worst booking decision there? She's the least no, likely to draw money. Because no. Ruby can actually wrestle and not get paralyzed. Yeah. yeah but she can't draw money. Never has. That's true. That's I'm going to go with Jamie Hayter's wonderful ass. Uh, piss break match. Jazz hole banned from being in the first 60% of this match. <laughs> Tell me I'm wrong. Nope, not at all. <laughs> I think you broke Adam. <laughs> was it the 60% or the name that you have to say in a moment? It was the name. <laughs> Go ahead, Adam. <laughs> Who's in that match again, Adam? See, this is why Jason doesn't read what Troy writes. He would yep. just be a mess on the floor every time. Cunt. <laughs> it's okay, buddy. You'll get through this. Don't, no need to swear. Jesus Christ. Who's in the match? Ricky should be in WWE Starks. I agree with that. Wait, who, okay, be. so who's Ricky facing? <laughs> don't know <laughs> i assume that's jericho but it just says oh it totally is. i mean it could be nikki bella for oh. all we know <laughs> that's right <laughs> oh jason who you got it should be ricky starks anybody with half a brain would make it ricky starks however 
Tony Khan doesn't have half a brain and is fueled by cocaine and uh, narcissism. So going to say pettiness, but yeah, you're right. And Jericho, who's also fueled by fueled those same by things, narcissism and pettiness. Yes, yep. uh, and probably some cocaine. Uh, probably ha- has lost his last two high-profile matches, and I can't see him going three in a row. So I'm going to say this is where Jericho gets his win back because he is what it says on the screen. Yeah. I'm going to go with who I want to win, and I'm going to go with the South Turn. I'm waiting patiently. Uh, I'm going to go with the worst booking decision, which is Jericho. Sal, you went with Starks? Yeah. Okay. Yes, I'm also picking Cunt. The the TNT Championship, Joey Samoe defending against, also should be in WWE, Wardlow. Sorry. Wardlow! Uh, I'll I'll pick Joey Samoe. Why the hell not? Uh, Sal? Um, man, this title isn't, hasn't meant shit since Cody left. Let's go with Wardlow. Jason? Oh, um, since Hobbs is a heel and that's who the winner faces, I'm going to go with Wardlow. Uh, I'm going to go with the absolute worst decision on booking, and that would be to keep it on Joey Samoe. A Texas barbecue <laughs> eating contest. <laughs> John Bloodley versus the Wangman. Troy, who you got? Uh, uh, this, is, this is a little bit more difficult of one to pick which one would be the worst choice, but... Uh, Considering that uh, Moxley is his love child, I'm going to go with uh, Moxley. Uh, yeah, same. Sal? I I really don't think Hangman should be losing this feud. I'm going to go with the Wingman. And Jason? Moxley won the quote-unquote deciding match with the roll-up. Um, so Moxley's technically up two to one in this. So I think we, even though AEW doesn't do 50, 50 booking, I think they do 50, 50 booking. And I think page wins. They would never do that. All righty. No holds barred does not mean no DQ match. Uh, jungle jackass taking on captain. I regret <laughs> signing here. Christian. <laughs> <laughs> so my only thing with this is I, I, you guys watched dynamite this week. Anybody? Yeah. I did. Yep. Didn't it sound like this is just a fight, not a match? Yes. So, so I don't even think there's going to be a pinfall. I think at some point they're just going to stop fighting. Right. When For somebody's sure. lost it, enough blood or Christian can't move anymore, or, you know, one of it, those things. Yeah, it is uh, listed as a match, so. Okay. Who's going here first? Uh, go ahead, Jason. Uh, I'll go with uh, Jungle Ass. <laughs> jungle Ass. Just because he's, uh, he's got the hotter girlfriend. Right. Um, Christian. Uh, I am also going to go with Jungle Ass. Uh, Sal. <laughs> Please Jack let that Perry be his name going the- forward. I'm <laughs> <laughs> well, sorry, that, that's Jungle Ass Jack Perry. Jungle Ass Jack Perry. <laughs> I was going to say Jungle Boy Ass Perry, but. Yes. Uh, his girlfriend's a beautiful woman. He's got all the momentum in the world, right? riding right now. He dug up the bones of his father on Dynamite, 
And now, like, you know, he's ready to fight Christian in a fight. So I'm going, I'm going Jack. She, she's got a she's got a fucked up back and a dislocated rib, but you know that push they can still go. She's still got a vagina and a mouth. Vagina. <laughs> uh, a four way for the AEW Tag Team Championship: the Slingshots, Austin and Colty Gunn, the acclaimed Bones and Caster, Jeff Geriatric and his slave, and versus Pocket <laughs> and the Wish Kid. <laughs> Is Jeff Geriatric really that funny? Uh, <laughs> I thought it was. Make a wish kid is good. <laughs> I don't even know who that is, but that's good. Dan Housen. <laughs> um, I'll go with the slingshots because who fucking cares? Sal? Uh, he puts it back on the acclaimed. He doesn't know what else to do. Jason? Okay, so I think it probably goes back on the acclaimed. My only pause here is they keep throwing Jared and Lethal at this title and never putting the title on them, and I feel like at a certain point they're going to put the titles on them. You did say that earlier, yeah. But I'm going to go with the acclaimed just because I think it's the smarter money. Just because um, Jason doesn't want to say the word slave out loud. That, that too. Uh, that said... I don't know if Tony ever has pockets lose, so that may not. It may end up going on them. But I'm going acclaimed. Troy, you see, my dilemma here is that two of these teams I could go with as being the worst booking choices, but I think Jeff Jarrett winning a title in 2023 is the worst booking choice ever. It's the last outlaw. What are you talking about? Uh, and finally, a 60-minute Ironman match for the AEW Championship. <laughs> MJF, depending on your brain. I'm not laughing at the name at this point. I'm laughing at Jason laughing at the name at this point. Yeah, MJF defending against Daniel Bryan. <laughs> 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 you can't even get through it. I tried really hard. Daniel? Brian Danielson? Brian uh, Was <laughs> killed while riding her Vespa. Um... <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, I'm gonna go with uh, Brian Danielson. Sal, MJF, Jason. If they put this title on Daniel Bryan or Brian, De- <laughs> Brian Bryanson, um, it shows that MJF is as champion was the worst decision they could have made. Because it shows a, a no confidence vote. They're blaming him for the bad ratings since he won the title. I don't see them going out there and doing that publicly because they do want to resign him. So I'm gonna say MJF keeps the title. And you spent months telling us that MJF can't possibly win this match, which means MJF be winning this match. Indeed. I'm also gonna pick MJF. Uh, so once you fill out all those picks, go ahead and click that button. What says submit? And that'll send it to our magical spreadsheet. Oh, then you can do your elimination chamber picks after, because that's what comes up. Um, <laughs> Got to scroll down a bit for that at this point. But um, and next week we'll tell you uh, exactly what happened. Card subject to bloat. So, anything else before we send this thing home? No, no, I think we're good. Agreed. Al, Troy, anything? I think we're good. Yeah, we're good. Nice Jason. putting together that game, Troy. I had a good time with that. Awesome. Thank you. And we all need to apparently watch way more AEW because we were all yeah, awful apparently. at that. <laughs> no, it just Mind goes you. to show how bad the decisions they made were. Or how forgettable were, the product forgettable. is. Yeah. Right. Uh. 
Yeah, mind you, I didn't know those answers. I had to look them up. (laughs) Yeah, we figured that, but still. Although we now have a new Mark Henry game, it's the Ruby Soho game. All right. (laughs) Joy, thank you so much. Thank you. Sal, thanks for being here. Jason, hosting this week. Yes, absolutely. And thank you all for listening. And I guess that means we will run your ass down next time. Bye-bye. Ah, goodbye, Twitch. Well done, Droid. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. You have been listening to a Rundown Wrestling Network production. Please visit rundownwrestling.com for all of our shows as well as our other special events. Keep it locked there or subscribe to the Rundown Wrestling Network on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcast, Stitcher Premium, or anywhere you get your podcast from. Leave us a voice message that we will play on an episode by going to anchor.fm slash rundownwrestling slash message. Join our Patreon at patreon.com slash rundownwrestling. You can show us how much you love us by buying us a cup of coffee for just one buck at ko-fi.com slash rundownwrestling. Go to reddit.com slash r slash rundownwrestling. Follow us on Twitter at Rundown Network. Like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash rundownwrestling. Email the show your dick pics and twat shots via rundownwrestling at gmail.com. Or go to Instagram or YouTube and look for Rundown Wrestling. Follow us on Twitch by going to twitch.tv slash rundownwrestling. And you can also follow our host, Adam, on twitch.tv slash the saleser effect. This has been a Rundown Wrestling Network production. <laughs>